Greetings and salutations and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined as ever by Robbie, Two Fat Ladies Bellicom, Sam, Two Tiny Snowmen Burns, Aww. and Ellie, the uh, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man's clone, Sparrow. None wow. of those in any way related to each other. <laughs> they're all related to episode 88, which this is. Ah, uh, yeah, I was I was going on the, um, the bingo there thing, <laughs> but then I, I lost it. I forgot what number we were, so that like, wasn't funny to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> but to the people oh, who saw the episode number... I'm writing it down. <laughs> like, just now, I saved it in the file. I forgot immediately. Mm. I at least have the excuse that I don't usually look at a screen. This is Jason true. Jason does all the tech bit at our end. So. Uh, greetings from the land of episode 88, uh, where... Uh, there will be a, hopefully a suspicious lack of high-pitched NPCs today because I have quite a sore throat. <laughs> Little Corzin's voice is broken. Hello, Dad. <laughs> oh. Hello, Dad. Gonna, oh, well, they start them early. <laughs> it's it's got to be either... Uh, I can't do... It's, I, I, it's very scratchy. Or it's just... It's all the way up here. It's being replaced <laughs> by Crossroads Sentinel Boy. <laughs> Little Cousin's got a throat ache and is quarantined. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so, on the subject of quarantines, uh, oh it's time for us to seal away a portion of time that will later be uh, horrendously infected by messages from the present. Fun fact. When past Jason recorded episode 88, coronavirus was not a thing. With that in mind, it's future Jason, with messages from the present. Listen up for a spot from our friends over at Infinite Deer during the break this episode. This episode is sponsored by The Adventure is Real. The Adventure is Real is an immersive tabletop role-playing experience in Hackney, London, for groups of three to six players. The simplified D20 system is familiar to experienced D&D players, but easy for new gamers to pick up, while the immersive elements of puzzles, full costumes, props, lighting and sound serve to elevate the game for the veteran player above and beyond. To find out more about the experience or to book, you can visit theadventureisreal.com or the Design My Night page linked in this episode's description. When you book, make sure to use the code FLINTLOCKS, that's FLINTLOCKS, all in capitals, and any stowaways that book will receive a 10% discount on the booking price. We recorded an actual play video series of Jim Henson's Labyrinth, the RPG, from Riverhorse Games, GM'd by Riverhorse's Jack Cesar. The fifth episode sees the party face off against unmanly gardening. Episodes are released every Friday at 1pm GMT on Riverhorse's YouTube channel, link in the description, and will remain on YouTube thereafter. Last but not least, we are very proud to announce that we were invited to record one of six episodes for Wizards of the Coast's Podcasts of Wildmount, a short podcast series to celebrate the release of the latest D&D sourcebook, The Explorer's Guide to Wildmount. In this very special one-shot, an Echo Knight and two Dunamancers journey to the gnomish town of Hupperduk in the Dwendalian Empire of Wildmount with a dangerous mission, Jailbreak, a Prisoner of War. Alas, the plan goes wrong before they even have a chance to make plans. 
The Explorer's Guide to Wild Mount, on shelves and available online from March 17th onwards, contains everything you could ever want to know about the exotic continent of Wild Mount, from the hit show Critical Role, including new Dunamancy-based subclasses, spells, monsters and adventures, as well as a beautifully crafted gazetteer depicting the unique cultures, people, landmarks and myths of this fantastic world. We were thrilled to be invited to play an adventure in Matt Mercer's setting, and we are thrilled to be able to share it with you as well. Big thanks to Wizards of the Coast and Critical Role for inviting us, and extra big thanks to Jen Vaughan for orchestrating all of this. Alongside Bombarded, Adventure They Wrote, Jen Vaughan's Big Dungeon Show, Venture Maidens and D20 Dames, all six episodes will be released via Wizards' Dungeon Delve podcast this week, an episode a day, with our episode coming out on their feed this Saturday, link in the description. If you don't catch our episode on Dungeon Delve this Saturday, fear not, we'll be releasing it as bonus content here the week after. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Past Jason. Boop, boop, boop. I hope we're not at the point where there are quarantines in the future. Oh, it feels like maybe. <laughs> it just it kind of feels like the world is ending at the moment. Oh my goodness, past us. You had no idea how right you'd be. I mean, they're protected from the impending zombie apocalypse, or they've just become zombies. It's either really way, they're clear. listening to flintlocks and fireballs in this scenario. So, you know, hey, success. <laughs> Yay. If your show's being listened to by a horde of zombies, then it's not a show, it's a podcast, because this is an auditory medium. <laughs> You're no fun. <laughs> <laughs> with you, with me, your your host, Dungeon Master Jason. No fun films. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shall we just get started? Yes. I think it's, it's time. Yes, let's. Yes, let's. It's time for us to begin. Sore throats and. <laughs> Barely audibles, <laughs> flintlocks, and fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken, storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs, everything's fine. Hmm. Everything is that? fine. Everything's fine. fine. What? <laughs> <laughs> the party uh, have accepted a mission to journey to Medina al Shukulat uh, in the colony of Tatona in West Sunda to. Uh, I say liberate, it's very definitely steal an almost completed frigate from the uh, uh, Shukulat 
shipyards, intending to smuggle it back to Porto Homicidio, outfit it with some guns, and increase the size of the Scarlet Wind's fleets. The alliance of pirates dedicated to freeing slaves across the world. I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I'm looking at my notes from last time, which is what I always do when mm. you're doing the intro, and I've just written, is tea illegal? And I just, I have no idea why. <laughs> <laughs> that, was due to, so. that was due to information that you uh, that you discovered while scrying. Oh, something uh, is happening in Saunders Watch yes. with tea, I've also yes. written. Okay, on, Monopoly uh, on, on, is possibly general, cool. Uh, it's not in general, on it's uh, just... Commodore Black Tusk. It was a very, very strange thing to read out of context. Please carry on. I'm mm. sorry. I just started laughing. That's quite all right. <laughs> so, uh, you scribed on a number of targets, which did indeed include uh, Commodore Black Tusk, uh, but also uh, included certain attempts to, uh, well, scry ahead. Well, uh. well ahead. And mm. figure out how the world was ending this time. <laughs> You did garner a fair amount of inf- information from this, uh, determining some concerning information to do with uh, the po- uh, possible use of shadow eggs. Uh, you also uh, determined. You also determined. Let me see. Uh, I have a list of your intended scryings. You, you did about two thirds of them. There are some that you didn't do. Uh, you were planning to essentially shotgun scry. Uh, the uh, random cities across the coast of Sunder <laughs> to see if any of them had a teleport circle. You didn't actually get around to doing that, but if we you would want... like to do that in our downtime. Yes, but yeah, uh, but you, I forgot to make a list. You of have where about we ended up looking at. I have. I have you have one. about oh, well twenty. I, I think I said you had twenty of these left. So you can just uh, name names for me uh, for me, and I will tell you uh, if you get something. Uh, also, you decided to scry ahead. To the next time, whatever uh, machine Eurist is work, Eurist Hullraiser is working on, uh, next beca- is complete and becomes scryable, uh, or is in a scryable location. As it turned out, uh, as was reported back to you by Celestia after she went to look at it, uh, the time when it becomes scryable is when it is destroyed, uh, and the. Uh, sanctum effect over it breaks in the process. You discerned that uh, the this was most likely the referred to iron skin, some sort of uh, literally steel or iron plated ship, uh, somehow is still able to move despite its heavy weights, uh, and also apparently involved in some sort of massive ship battle involving none other than the Kraken. You judged it to be possibly taking place a couple of years in the future. Hard to tell exactly. There was no uh, really real way to get to garner time except for some physiological uh, changes in Scamp's bone structure. Puberty. <laughs> Coinciding with the puberty. puberty yep. Also, wild magic. So it could be in like five minutes. Yep. Yes. Although we don't know that because you haven't had aging yet. You also <laughs> saw all of yourselves dead. Or in the process, or in the moments of your deaths, and that's all you saw. After which Celestia returned, completely unharmed, uh, if somewhat shocked by the incident, and uh, the, uh, and you proceeded to have a number of uh, a number of 
Uh, important conversations, uh, for instance, Scamp, uh, you and uh, your, uh, you and your, I guess, birth sister, uh, <laughs> Victory, talking about your respective attitudes towards the right thing to do with your powers and learning a little bit more about your shared past as well as uh, sharing some tips on how your magics work which is sure to have no long-standing consequences as we introduce another form of hitherto for unseen dimensional manipulation into Calcinia <laughs> in the hands of a child <laughs> how are both new terrifying magics in the hands of like two children yeah of two children <laughs> well soldiers <laughs> <laughs> Early teens. So, <clears throat> I'm trying to think what else. Oh, yes, and uh, Corzin, you discerned, uh, you saw some suspicious spirits, but were unable to find them. Yes. You are, uh, at the point when we left, we were going to approach uh, the town, or possibly small city, a large town or small city of uh, Medina al Shukalat. But before we do that, if you would like to call some names out uh, for your scry uh, for your shotgun scrying, Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Just imagine me. I'm like Have putting you... my hand up like a um, eager um, student. Right. Yes. You. Uh, so. So. Uh, Causing you have some names. You'd like. Uh, you have names. Uh, the map is. Uh, I need to. I actually need to print you out a version of that map because there's the one that is. Oh, in the wow, chat. I'll find it in the chat. It's all yes. good. Is there a full world map somewhere easily accessible? Because it's not just Sunder. Yeah. Although uh, we want to focus mm, on Sunder until there we is a f there is a full world map. The uh the, 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 there is not on your ship. Um, there is not, however, a full world map. I'm going to give you because I may be doing some things with orientation and continents and so on, and that Fair may enough. not be finalised. <laughs> Um, okay, I that's guess, fun. That's fair. but for now, because we're going to Sundra, I guess that's where we'd focus on, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. But if we got some really good hits, we might then like, try a few. I, I yeah, can, totally. yeah, I can give you, for instance, if you want to know some capital cities of different countries uh, and things like that, I can talk about those, no problem. That would be something, yeah. yeah I guess but... not right now, though? But that is something yeah. you can search for yeah. in the future. Okay, so uh, in terms of cities in Sunder, you have 20 scryings you can use. So <laughs> Sam, can you do off. 20 cities? Um, I do not have a list that is 20 cities long, but I do have some... I'll, I'll start with the ones in Sunder. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, like, sorry, uh, I've said cities, but like 20 locations. Settlements. Settlements yeah. or, other gar or other fairly mm. specifically defined locations. Can I clarify that on this map you sent us, we, we are unaware of the squares as of you yet? You are at this point unaware of the squares uh, because the map you, the physical map you possess does not uh, contain information. Okay, so Sam, anything that's a square on the map, we don't know that exists yet. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, yeah. no, that, that, right. Okay. Um, okay, what do you want me to look at first? Let's pretend we're doing this. You know. Alright, well, I suppose first things first then, let's um, have a look at uh, if there's one in uh, Porto or Mercidio. Okay. Because, yeah. Celestia stares at the, uh, at, the, uh, at the eye for ten minutes, says it spins, blink, nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing Boo. there. Right. Boring. Well, I had to uh, get that out of the Boo. way. Boo. So, oh, uh, there, that's not Celestia's voice. Um. <laughs> Thunder's watch, then. 
Okay, Thunder's Watch. No. Boo. Boo. Alright. Get ready for potentially 18 more of these. <laughs> St. Gregorsville? Uh, no. Absolutely no reason other than we're uh, heading towards it right now, but Medina Al Chocolat. Nope. Yeah. Right. Um, the only other ones in uh, Sunder I was thinking of was uh, be uh, maybe uh, Porto Zanzara. Oh, one moment, let me just check. Porto Zanzara. Nope. That's five now. Um, right. So you got. 15 are left. There, yep. Are there any, like, places that aren't currently settlements that we could say that are specific enough? Like, uh, a, maybe yeah, a, if, a mountain if, range? If, yeah, like, if you wanted to select a, <coughs> a bit of mountain range, sure. Um, you have maps. They are uh, they are incomplete in places, so, uh, so, but I will, but if you want to select, uh, okay, some of the ranges on these are not uh, direct. I have not written the names on. There are a lot more settlements that we can list, though. It might be yeah, there are a lot more settlements you can more. list, but if you want to try like a specific mountain range, uh, I can happily take... Uh, uh, you can try and see if something comes up. Uh, I guess you probably... <coughs> or, or more accurately, you can try and name... I guess I'll, I'll let you make a... Uh, um, this would be nature for geography, actually. Uh, yeah. A nature check for uh, is this well, technically it's locational geography, so it'd actually be history rather than natural, like rather than like physics, chemistry, and biology, which is what the nature skill actually covers. Okay. Um, so you, I, I'd let you make a history check to name a specific, like to try and name specific mountains within a range, uh, but you are all specific areas of forest. Uh, but yes, if you've got an, if you've got a bit of forest or mountain you want to try uh, on this map anywhere. If you describe it to me, I'll tell you what the name of the range is, because uh, this map does not actually currently have the names written on it. Well, the closest one to where we currently are would make um, systematic sense. So okay. the so one that want... uh, goes down the middle of the um, the western, of western part of Sunder. Sunder. Okay, so that is uh, check, consulting your maps. Uh, you get a. Thunder's moment. Watch. I don't think I have the trans. Uh, there is a. There is a, a. There is. It's written in a script. Uh, there, the the the, the actual uh, local name uh, is written in a script which uh, none of you read because none of you read Yonti. Uh, however, the translation uh, is the Serpent's Spine. All right. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so. Which half of Sunder is Thunder's Watch on? I really uh, can't find Thunder's it. Watch is on Eastern Sunder. It's up the top. So uh, if you go towards oh, yeah. the top and the right, yeah, you'll see Ooh. along the, the the red. Why are we looking at the mountains down Western Sunder? Then? Oh, because you are currently because you are currently sailing up the coast okay, uh, towards cool. uh, from Porto Mesilla towards Medina Alta. Cool, Club, got so it. Makes sense. The... So yeah, the Serpent Spine. Okay, uh, I will say I'll arbitrarily say that you can do the north. Sort of, well, so just sort of the because of the way this is angled, it's actually the northwest, center, or southeast of the spine as like three different checks. Let's do all three. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Just yeah, check that whole well. mountain range. I'm just going to double check this. Because so. realistically, if there's a circle, it's going to be somewhere 
weird secluded or untouched yet or it's going to be in a weird random collector's house or something like it was Um, last time okay you don't get any anything that comes up from checking the three uh, uh, from the three broad geographic areas of the serpent spine which suggests to you that either there's not one there or if it is there it's it's in such or if there is one there it's in such a specific location that a general check wouldn't give you something but um, you feel you feel you feel good that you've got that like you feel good about the sense that there's probably not something like easily accessible there that you could just scry in on. So so you've done eight now. There's now eight. Mm-hmm. So thunder's watch. Yep. Yeah. Shall we just do all the nearest settlements to there because that's where we're going? Just in yes. case there's one nearby, that's... like every single settlement surrounding thunder's watch until we run out. Well, uh, between Sunder's Watch and St. Gregorsville, you've got Johannesland, Purity, and uh, above it, you've got Moron. Alright, let's do those three three next. So, Johannesland, Purity, Moron. Uh, Okay, all three of those are a bust. You have nine remaining. Okay. Um, What about about geography around it? Geography around it. So, there are some lovely little hill ranges. Uh, Yep, so there are the ranges that feed uh, the rivers. Thunder and the River App, respectively, uh, depending on which side you are. So that is those are the names that you have for there are the uh, so those you have as the Griffin's Talons. Can we do both of those? Uh, I don't know why I'm still speaking in character to the DM, but. I mean, uh, like I guess you're discussing this with uh, with yeah. of the others as you're looking at the map. So yeah, uh, so yeah, you can you can try the northern talons and the southern talons as two separate checks. That'd be great. That would make sense. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, nothing comes up from scrying either of those, uh, but hey. uh, but I do, but I like your, but I like your thinking. Uh, you have so that is now. Thirteen. You have seven remaining. I can't. How read much any would of the larger headings? mountain range take? Sorry. I can't read any of these headings for the towns. They're too small. Oh, I, I'm really struggling. <laughs> that's okay. I'm looking at my phone and I just can't read any of them. Yeah, I can't read any. Of them. Oh right. Uh, that's. Fine. I want. I want to just list several towns so that we can do this quickly because I know I it's apologize. not that interesting I, to listen I, to. I, I, and I just I can't. I thought you'd be able to zoom in. With I, the they are blurry as fuck if you uh, zoom in. <laughs> see, that is not. Yeah, that is not given the level of resolution that. I Maybe you need to upload a high course. Anyway, this is a boring chat. Sorry. So, uh, um, yeah, we need I, nine I, I will more. just. I will tell you the names of the. Uh, if you want the names of all of the red towns. Uh, the thirteen colonies. I mean, like, is that? Can like, we? Should we just do you, you like can spend nine that doing, red towns? Uh, I yes. think. Yeah, you've already done four of the thirteen colonies, so you can just spend the remaining nine on all of them if you wish. Let's do all of the thirteen colonies. Yes. That feels really sensible. Okay. Right. You search the remaining thirteen colonies. You do not get anything. There is there is nothing within the cities of the thirteen colonies. Fuck it. <laughs> Obviously, there are many you know towns and settlements and things surrounding those, but with but the actual main cities, nothing comes yeah. up. Yeah. Can I do that um, without using all my scrying on the eleventh? By the way, because I don't think I would that day. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because the eleventh is I'll when we're doing keep, a uh, crime. <laughs> so when you're doing that, yeah, I'll yeah. say that you were able to keep your three for that day, so you, uh, so, you, so you don't. Cracking. Um, but yeah, that that's it. You've done a pretty good. Uh, you, you've you've made a good, a good start at just like sc- shotgun scrying. Yeah. Huge sections of uh, sun, sunder. Also, the fucking annoying thing is that if any are there, but they're sanctum, we won't see them. Yep. 
That's true, yeah, we although... we ask around when we get there about that sort of thing. We should. We got Anywhere try, big and we? sanctums nearby is not a bad shout as a place to look. I mean, also, the... any like ancient temples or ruins or anything like that? Mm. It's a favourite, yeah. Um, the only other thing I was going to say is the the larger mountain range on uh, on Western Sunder. It may possibly be uh, there. I've got a couple of other uh, We're cities. We're all out that for are, now. You're all out for yeah. now, but you can search those uh, another time. Yeah, keep uh, them yeah. for next journey we do. Yeah. yeah, next bit of time when we're not doing anything, definitely. Yeah. Right. Uh, the. Just, just to uh, clarify, uh, the collective name uh, for the. Uh, so the. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, the different the two rangers uh, have uh, have a couple of names listed over them. Uh, the uh, the northern range and the southern range are respectively uh, are collectively known as. Just double check this. Okay, uh, the. Yeah, okay. Uh, the... It's a... So, it, uh, so it's... Um, the translation... The, the, the colloquial translation given for the Northern Range is the Thunderbolts. Uh, but there's a note that this is a, a somewhat inaccurate translation... Gained third hand from uh, the local tongue, so it's a bit like Blue John. Yeah, like I don't yeah. for anyone listening not from the UK up north, not far from where I am, we have the Blue John mines. Um, mm. They have a stone that is blue and yellow that French people used to call like Bleu John, as in blue and yellow. But English people were like, oh, Blue John, yeah. Uh. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Bastardized French. Mm. What was that? Good mines. Oh, really cool really mines. Like, like if you're ever like around that area, definitely go. They're really cool. But yeah. Yeah. Every uh, school in that area is like the school trip. Oh yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Uh, and the southern range is colloquially termed the Queen's Blades. Oh, hmm. these are good mountain names, love. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. Let's go up a mountain. Yeah. There are it sounds like many, hard work, but I'm kind of here for it. There are many individual uh, mountains within those ranges, and honestly, because of the sheer length of them, it would probably take you at least four scries to do like a broad. Mm-hmm. But for another time when we are scrying, we could. For now, we That's are out. Now you are so, out. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. you want to keep some for today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, having done a whole bunch of scrying, uh, the eleventh of first colours rolls around. So just making my taking my notes. Ooh, does it? Does autumn happen in Sunder the same way it does? Like, uh, I don't know about your climate. So it would, except you are currently in a tropical region. Ah. Uh, so there is not a great deal of seasonal variation. You are also in the southern hemisphere. Mm. So you're actually at this point, uh, for instance, if you went down to the 13 colonies where it's a more Mediterranean uh, climate, it would be at this point 
technically you'd be pulling in towards spring, mm -hmm. uh, but winter has only really hit the very southeasternmost sort of uh, the very sort of southern uh, southeasternmost portion of Sunder. Where you get more classically temperate climates. Celestia at some point on the journey like, looks disappointedly at the coastline. Like, I thought the trees were supposed to go funny colours and first colours. So not the point. Colours? Mm, well, um, back in Jover they would, but um, here we're a little bit uh, further south. The, um, the seasons don't all happen at the same time everywhere. Doesn't that get confusing? Yes. Like, why are all the we months named after seasons if they're not the same everywhere? Because uh, the people with the power named them. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh. I know, right? <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> that makes me feel weird. Yep. Also, Ew. when they named them, they probably weren't even aware that they weren't uh, the same everywhere. Maybe not, but then they went everywhere no. else and were like, ah, oh, fuck you, I have the same months. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless... Uh, you arrive, you begin to approach the, uh, Medina-Al Chocolat on, I'd say that, uh, by about midday, when you still have a third of the day or so left to approach the city, uh, <coughs> pardon me, the three, um, the three ships haul together for a conference. It is... There have been heavy winds throughout the day. Not a storm, just very solid trade winds. It, 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 they're actually strong enough and whipping enough that were there rain, there might well threaten to be a thunderstorm. But the air is dry. Not, but not bone dry. You don't feel dehydrated, but there's no risk of. But the skies are clear, and you can tell that the night will be warm. There's little sign of the, that the uh, weather is going to change. Uh, your two fellow captains uh, come aboard with a couple of members of of their staff, and the uh, and Corzin you and uh, selected members of your offices including uh, Celestia and Scamp uh, as well as your first mate Molly and Vig uh, meet in your stateroom to yep. discuss what is coming up ahead so uh, I think Briggs uh, cocks his hat and starts things off right at this point we're about six hours travel away so the earliest we can get in if we set off now will be about six in the evening sun's gonna set once ever was about this time there's a pause in Vesuvius that goes i would say it will set around uh, nine there or thereabouts yes i want to say nine right okay. so if it's if the sun's setting at, if the sun's setting at nine, then we if we want to go in as the sun's setting, that'll be our time to to pull in. Or if you want to get in ahead of time for whatever reason, or if we want to do this in the evening, that'll be the time. Of course, we could wait until the middle of the night uh, and do it then. Well, 
We did have that plan about nicking the clappers out of the bills. Oh, yeah. So that they can't be rung, which might be really good, but that does mean that this operation will be split into two, and I think both of the bits of it should be done in the dark. Yeah, under cover of darkness seems to be the most sensible thing. Yeah, like if a really small team of us went in, stole the clappers, came back out, and then a couple of hours later we did the big thing with the stealing the ship and silencing Molly as a sniper and I gesture at Violet, you were doing the distraction, scamp teleporting the guns in. Oh, there's a lot of steps here, isn't there? Yeah, and the underwater crew. Yes, and the underwater crew, of course. You have, by this point in the day, already uh, water-breathed everyone who's going to need it. Yeah, so the idea was that they, out of character, they go under the water and climb up the sides of the ship and nick it. Was that, Uh, is that right? I believe the plan that you discussed was simply for them to walk in through the water, through the harbour way access to the dry docks and just climb up the side, literally up the side of the of the pier, essentially inside the ship, uh, the shipyard. Yeah, 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 and yeah, and then they could get on the ship and, and start sailing out, yes. which is basically what I said. I which think. is basically what you said, but the ship may may not necessarily already be in the water. Cool. Good to know. Right. The, right. Yes. Uh, just to remind you, the uh, from the maps you have, the fortress uh, with the coastal guns is within long range of the shipyard, but not within short range of its guns. So any attacks from the shot fort uh, upon, for instance, ships leaving the shipyard or near the shipyard would be done at disadvantage. Equally, ships by the shipyard would be firing back on the... Co- Fought with disadvantage. Mm. As the shipyard is about 3,000 feet away from the fort, uh, fort short range is 1,500 feet, fort long range is a mile. 6,008 feet is a naval mile. Yeah, I mean, the absolute ideal thing would be if they don't raise the alarm, we don't get followed, right? Yes. Yeah, I would think someone's going to notice us leaving. Oh, definitely. That fort. But well, even if, if they can... can't ring the bell, they're going to uh, be able to just send someone running, but that's going to take time. It will take longer than ringing all of the bells. How many bells do we have? Is it just one, or is it a few? Uh, so, from the intel you were able to uh, get, you uh, Briggs confirms... Right, best as I'm aware, there are two... Uh, there should be... Uh, there's one uh, there's one alarm bell, uh, but there's two routes up to it. One from uh, uh, that, that, I'm, uh, that I'm aware of. Uh, one oh sorry no my apologies no 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 I was right yeah there is there's one alarm bell uh, but there should be a, uh, uh, there should be a set of stairs up to it from the actual main yard itself because mm. uh, it's from what I understand it's up on top of the shipyard guarded. Uh, most oh. likely, but I don't know the uh, I don't know the specific uh, p- uh, patterns. I don't know if they'd have someone buy it all the time, though, because I mean it's literally up That's, on the roof. Yeah, that seems like a waste of people. It does. Somebody just yeah. next to the bill that's not being used. They should have. Um, they've got a full company of uh, mercenaries guarding it, so mm. we're looking at about thirty. It does occur to me. If we do nick the clappers, can you make a loud noise by just hitting a bell with a big stick? Yes. Yes. Mm. So is nicking the clappers kind of pointless, mm. or does it do something? <laughs> it makes well, a different they, noise. They need to get up to it in order to hit it with a, uh, a big stick. 
Yeah, was you yeah, just rig it, it from the, the kind, ground? Yeah, like how high up is it from? Is it a bell that's next to your hand when you're ringing it, or is it a bell that's high in the air? I don't know. I've not been into it. I've not been into it myself, but it, it would make sense for there to be uh, for there to be a long like you know. If you wanted, you want a, 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 at least a rope to ring it, but you know, a, a, to ring it. But I would make yeah, sense. like a church bell. Ah. How oh. so? There, are, there are two towers, two different bells. Uh, no, so, sorry, I, I got this wrong. I, so I, I missed it. There's, there's, there, yeah, there's two real. There's t- essentially two ways to get to it. You could either pull the, essentially, if they, if they've got, if they've, as I suspect, got some sort of rope that you, a bell pull, if you will. Uh, you could pull it from the ground level. Otherwise, you'd have to get up a stairwell okay. to get to the ba- the bell itself. I mean, I can stop them getting to it. That'd be or helpful. We put something else in the place of the bell that looks like a bell that isn't a bell. That's really funny, and I like we'll just, it. We'll just, we'll just we take there? the bell away. Um, I mean, we'll just remove it entirely. That looks that's, like a bell. that's actually quite genius. Um, <laughs> pause. The <laughs> Briggs looks to Vasilisa. Is this a magic thing? I think this is a magic thing, yes. Yeah, can anyone do a long-term illusion? Oh, what's the longest I can do? Celestia kind of cocks her head to the side like she's listening to something you can't hear, which is me looking through my spell cards. I can only do ten minutes, darling. Yeah, the the rainbow spirit stirs lazily on your shoulder, and you just get a gentle stroke. Yeah, I, I can do ten minutes. I can't really do longer. Uh, uh, one moment. Vasilisa frowns and thinks a little herself, as she takes out a much thumbed little notebook. Uh, which, interesting, glancing over her shoulder, you can see is written in some sort of code. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Shakes her head. Not, not that I have uh, easily available. Not really the uh, style of thing I work with. Yes. Okay, so I can make the tower inaccessible, but that is my one use of that spell cake? for the day. What? Cake. What? We make a cake. We bake a cake that looks like a bell, and we swap the bell for a cake. You this need is... a bloody large um, <laughs> uh, oven to do that. I mean, our chef is called Bell. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> a little bit much for me to handle emotionally, to be honest. <laughs> I, I hadn't even considered that. That's. Okay, now I'm. I'm. Uh, I think I'm going down the same rabbit hole you are. <laughs> um. How big is this bell? I I don't know. I've uh, again. This is all second-hand information that I've been able to gather from people who've been to the shipyard. I've not been in myself. All right, it'd have to be vaguely church bell sized if it was going to do the job that it needs to do, which yes. is ring out and uh, alert a large number of people. Scamp. Yeah. What was that thing you did that time with Lux? Could we stick that on the stairs? I mean, we can. And um, cut the string so that people can't pull the bell. Because it occurs to me that if it's a string you, re- you ring a bell with, if we cut the string and they can't get up to it, that might do I it. I worry about letting Lux out. True. Lux has one task, and when they've done it, they do what they want. Yeah, I could murder an Vasilisa entire town. Silasa frowns. 
Who is Lux? My pet. Dog? Hmm. <laughs> you need to word the uh, instructions in such a way that they. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad dog. Hmm. Right. That's that's why you haven't met them. <laughs> well, for my part, uh, if you give me the time when you plan to bring the your own uh, ships in, I will start the attack about fifteen minutes before ten fifteen minutes before that to give time to draw the other ships away. Helpful. Yes. Makes sense. Uh... We have something loud planned. Excellent. Good. I like it. We don't know anything about it, but you say it's loud and we'll like it. Yeah, <laughs> we're all like, yeah, great, love loud oh, things. Great, loud. <laughs> that is the only thing that we know about it, great. <laughs> loud things mean they're not uh, going to be looking at us, hopefully. Very yeah. true. That's why we like loud. We're still not a little bit stuck on this fun. bell, to be honest. <laughs> if we're doing it at night, we'll just take the whole damn bell. Should we just, shall we just nick the fucking bell in the dark? Is that allowed? Right. Is that a thing we can do? Oh, Anyone? I'd still say take the clapper out, because otherwise you run the risk oh, yeah. of accidentally ringing it while you're stealing it. Yeah. You can make things silent, can't you? I can, but I've, um... I, I was going to put the, uh, the the silence with Molly. The, uh, these, there's a pause uh, where um, Vasilis oh, points I'm out. Oh, yep, sorry. Uh, it's <laughs> quite a... Uh, it's quite all right. I will. I've actually taken the liberty of uh, preparing ahead of time. Uh, Molly, would you mind? All right. She unslings her her sniping uh, her carbine and reluctantly passes it to Vasilisa, who puts it down and takes out uh, what seems to be like a little scoring tool and some sort of very finely powdered uh, made powder. And begin scribing a glyph. It's a very complex glyph into the side of the, uh, into the side of the barrel, just about where the, uh, wh where the uh, slug would exit. It seems to be an involved process, but she talks what's happening. The, sorry, this should take me about ten minutes. Carry on. All right. Well, then, in which case, oh, I can do that. How long does it last? About ten minutes. That's not a bad thought. Can you can you put it on something and leave it there, or do you have to be there? No, I can put it somewhere and leave it. Just gotta concentrate, though, right? So that's. Yeah. I suppose we could pop over, silence the bell, and then fuck off with the boat, and they can't ring it for ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That we might just be easier have to than make sure we timed it right. Yeah. All right, let's maybe let's do that. That feels less complicated than trying to get an enormous bell out because that's what I was getting caught on. If I'm honest, <laughs> like we Unless can't it fly out with to it. Be small. If it's we small. Get there, it's easy. not that big. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, if you cast silence and then we break it. Yeah, that could also work. Yeah, that could work. Make it useless. Yeah. Hmm. Alright, so we sabotage the bell. Maybe then, then we scamp if you're alright with this, we fly back and basically try and make sure everybody's on the boat by that point and fuck off. 
Yeah, I think, well, we've got um, a lot of good people going after the uh, vote. If we can do something to support them, make their um, uh, their retreat even easier. All right. Yeah. How about we get everybody under the water in advance so that they're ready, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We silence the bell. As soon as the bell is silenced, I send to one of them and let them know to get on. We fly yeah. over and join them while, you know while they're on their way on there and then we try and get out before the guards even got there it'd have to be fast but it could potentially work yeah that sounds good uh, to me i've got to be there when they get out the water to give them the guns yes oh yes and i remember from your original plan uh the prize crew as it were the mm-hmm. ones who'll be stuffing your ship have also been water breathed so they will follow after the marines have come up to actually crew the ship to get it out yes yes um with these guns, would it be better for you... Is there any reason that you can't teleport onto the ship beforehand with the guns? Drop them there. The guns are on the ship. Hooray! You put them in a place. Then we all go up to the bell. We silence it. We message. We fly over. By the time they've got on the ship, the guns are already there we waiting for them. We don't know that they're going to get straight onto the ship. They're going to come up in the dock. It might not be as easy to get on the ship unarmed. We don't True. know how many guards will be in there. We want them to come out the water and be armed. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I can be fast. True. And you can have the bag on you, can't you? Yeah. Cracking. Uh, tele- teleportation versus flying is giving me a headache. Well, we'll see what the distances are like when we get there. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, hopefully on our approach we'll be able to judge the distances mm. yeah. just taking a moment thinking about this and then you... at which on. point there's having this discussed this uh, Brig goes Briggs I think at this point would then go sorry what the fuck is teleportation um, oh it's a way of moving quickly that's all yeah super fast speedy spell with speed um, sounds all it's all giant it's all giantish to me the solicitor <laughs> chuckles. You know, that actually um, is giant, the what they're, the word. Odd that you came up with that. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. I'll provide you a translation later. Cool. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, a question. You have to concentrate on flying but not on teleporting, yes? Yes. So technically, you could cast fly on us and then you could fuck off and we could meet you there but still be pretty damn fast. Yeah. Because I I worry about if we're running through the streets and you've teleported, we'll be way behind. You don't need to be in the streets, do you? Do we need to come through the streets? Well, we'll have been at the bell. The, so the, the... Is uh, it just on top of the docks? Uh, the, these, uh, sorry, break to cut in. Uh, so, if you're coming up through the water... There is a there is a waterfront access directly into the shipyard. The shipyard, the bell is all one contained building. It's oh, in, the cracking. bell's essentially on top of the shipyard. As I said before, there are th- there are about three uh, watch houses mm-hmm. within about ten minutes or so of running range. Ah. Oh, that's a non-problem then. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. So, Great. I mean, like, it pro- probably would have been a problem if you couldn't just, you know, swim up through yeah. directly into the into the building. But as it turns out, you can. So, mm-hmm. great. Perfect. But actually, 
I was really worried we were going to have to smuggle uh, two companies of marines into it, it, through, it through a hostile foreign city. Yeah, I think hmm. the key with this is fast. Yeah, yeah. jobs are good quick. then. And In yeah, and out. maybe yeah. an hour or so into darkness, at least. That would make sense. Might do it at like 11. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, Maybe a little after, uh, I don't know. So and that leaves us a, a decent number of hours of darkness to get as far away from here as possible. Yeah, we just want to make sure there's as few guards on shift as possible, and I'm thinking late is probably good for that, isn't it? Mm. The uh, at which point uh, uh, Briggs says, once you get the ship out, once the ship's at, uh, physically uh, flying, you know, flying uh, its sails, we need. Oh, what we I'll I'll assist you with it. But ultimately, what we've got to do is buy time to get uh, for that ship to get some some distance, and then also you need to buy me time for uh, for the Esperidia to get some distance because you can outrun uh, you can outrun everything. So we can catch up. Once we've got a lead on them that's outside of their cannon range, so once we've got at least a mile on them, they're not going to be able to catch up with us. But the but idea was we hang to, back a little bit, yes, wasn't it? But you'll be able yeah. to you'll be able to catch up with this, but they come. So basically you and this ship that we're stealing are slightly up ahead is yes. the plan. We'll we stay stick, back, when, shoot we'll people, stick with you and when, then join you. Yeah, we'll stick with you until the prize ship has gotten a bit of distance, then we'll follow after it as an escort while you buy us time to finish uh, uh, to get uh, further out of range so that uh, just so that they don't just Chase directly after us. Lovely. Are you going to be captaining the prize ship? Uh, these. Uh, I'm thinking for a moment. No, uh, one of the hours is actually going to. Uh, uh, for the moment, uh, my first mate is actually going to be doing the captaining. Uh, this it, it taps uh, someone on the shoulder. You see a figure who you've seen in passing before, but mm-hmm. not really spoken too much. Uh, it's a half-orc uh, woman with uh, kind of like greyish-yellow uh, grayish skin and uh, thick black hair in like, uh, kind of like in like long dreadlocks down the back. Yeah. Um, she nods. Hello, Ethel. Hello. Hello. Pleased to meet you properly, Ethel. Pleased to properly meet you, uh, Captain. Uh, the it's, uh, uh, Briggs nods. Ethel will uh, take. Uh, sorry, recent uh, promotion after some incidents, but uh, Ethel will be leading the uh, will be leading the prize crew with you. She won't be joining. Uh, she'll be. Uh, she won't be joining you with uh, your companies if you because they're, they're taking the lead and you seem to be. They, I get the feeling they'll operate best, but she'll follow up with the crew once the docks are clear enough for them to get up. She knows she okay. knows how to organise everyone to get the ship ready. Grand. Great. I All mean, right, any questions? Uh, yes. Ethel's lot. Are they going to be there afterwards? Because the plan is to get out as quickly as possible. We were. They're going to be right behind. We will hide, uh, we will hide under in the water. Waiting for your signal. Great, you'll be in the water too. That was my main question. You will question. come up. There's a moment that you give us a signal to uh, arise and start crewing the ship. Uh, the ship. Excellent. I think the last thing to do is to properly set a time. What time do we want to do this? So sundown. Because we know the watch times, like changing of shifts. Briggs shakes his head. 
Shame. Don't have mm. that. Don't have that level of information, I'm afraid. All right. Can't I think be we're helped. best not to scout beforehand as well. No. I think we shouldn't go in. I think we should get in and out, really. Yeah. It's time to steal something's just before a shift change when everyone's tired. Yeah. Very but true. we don't know. So. Right. So, with that in mind, then, so when you so you want to come in and do your infiltration, then uh, at what time? What time does everybody think? And give it a couple of hours after sundown. When sundown so, yeah. nine. Sundown so is at nine. Eleven. Eleven. Perfect. Sure. So you're going to come in. At, you're going to come in at eleven. You're not. Are you? So trying to figure out. Are you going? Are the three of you? Going ahead of your marines by a significant um, yes. amount, or no, are you coming not in by at a the significant amount? amount. We want them to be under the water when we're on the bell tower. Got it. Yeah. So, your, so the plan is for the three of you. The plan is for them to already be in, in position. Take out the bell. Yeah. Then start the firefight. Basically. Got it. Yes. And that will be happening. We want those things to be as soon as possible things. next to each other. That's not a sentence, but you know what I mean. I get what you mean. Fantastic. That's fine. Does the prize ship have armaments of its own? No, it's uh, the them brought their them brought their uh, brought uh, the guns in. It's one of the last things they were going to do. That's yeah, actually one of the so. reasons why we were stealing it now. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, just thinking, if it came to a firefight, if it maybe had swivel guns or something. All right, that's fine. Shakes his head. Nah, this one. Uh, she's. She was a, she was meant to be a quick ship to deliver uh, to deliver cocoa with with an escort ship as part of a few others. Right. All well, right. Hopefully, the quick part will serve us better. All right then. I'll make let you make your. Uh, I'll head back to the Esperidia, and uh, we'll take a little bit of time and move in when you're ready. We'll hang back. So we're going to hang back and try and make our arrival for just after eleven. So we're going to hang mm-hmm. outside of uh, outside of cannon range uh, until eleven o'clock until we get a signal for you. In fact, can you can you pull off a sending? Oh yes, that was the plan. Right. If you give it, you give us a sending. So by this then point, we'll, come in. well, by this point, you'll all be under the water. Yes. Uh, no, no, no. My ship. ship. Oh, your ship, the, yes. The Hesperidia will come in to provide cover fire. So I have two sendings I need to do. The first one is when we've just taken out the belt to, to somebody under the water. Who wants that sending? The uh, Ethel raises her hand. I'll send to you. Makes sense for Ethel. I'll say, get up, basically. Then, just after that, I will send to... Was it Briggs who was the other one? No, I will send to yeah. you, Briggs, and say time to go basically right and uh, but you only want that when the ship is actually on its way out yes agreed well if we say when we get it started it might be worth you I guess you'll see <laughs> I could send you two I'll probably have the spells if nothing right. goes terribly wrong I mean you never know we'll but... wait for your signal either way we'll, we'll be take looks up if the sky works like this we'll pull in so we're just outside cannon range for just before 11 but there's no way to hide that the ship is around so it's going to rely a certain amount looks over on uh, the basilisk to create enough diversions that we're not f- that the uh, local that the local police frigates 
don't come out to give us a direct, uh, give us some questioning. We'll try and until we get the red sails up, we'll try and pretend like we're just making a late, a, a very late delivery. Right, as it were. Okay. All right. That's enough for me. I'm gonna head back to my ship. Uh, Vasilis uh, comments. I'll be another couple of minutes finishing this scribing. You go on the head, Briggs. They move. Briggs leaves, and Vasilis. Thank you for that. Looks up significantly at uh, you, Scamp. Ugh. The word is um, high giant. The giants had two tongues, uh, high giant and low giant. They were very different. Low giant doesn't have a... Well, not, the giants didn't like to write much. Most of what we know came from elven historians writing after the fact. But in high giant... It's a little, my giant is a little rusty. I believe the word translates to a door at a distance. Huh. I don't know. It's odd that, uh, of all things, that is the word that would come spontaneously to your mind. It just made sense. Maybe don't not. question it when things make sense. In case they stop. These, uh, she she nods slowly and takes a bit of a uh, uh, and stands up. There we go. When you break, when you're ready, break the seal, and it will give you ten minutes of silence. You won't be able to shout anything. You won't be able to hear anything. And no sound your weapon makes will be heard by anyone. Thank you very kindly. All right. So, the Vasilisa makes her departure. And you get ready to move on to Chocolate Town. <laughs> Night draws in. Carefully pacing your arrival, you, the Krakensbane and the Hesperidia both approach the city of Medina al Shukolat. Has anyone translated the name for Scamp? Does Scamp know that this is Chocolate Town? I think by this point someone probably has translated it from Ferozian, yes. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I, want to I want to stay forever. We can't stay forever. We'll be wanted criminals. We can basically never come back. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you telling me this now? I mean, not if no one sees us, we can come back and eat all the chocolate. If it makes it any uh, better, Scamp, what this was probably named for is that it was a uh, port by which people bought and sold the raw ingredients to make chocolate, not actually the chocolate itself. You can make chocolate. Um, yeah, via means make, other than a bowl. You can make most things, <laughs> especially can I food. Make chocolate. Yeah, presumably. This needs some thought. Carry on with the plan. <laughs> <laughs> I like the thought that you brought this up at a really serious point in that meeting. <laughs> <laughs> 
hanging some distance away from the city itself so that you are able to perceive your uh, you know uh, to, to keep an eye on what uh, on what's happening before getting close enough to be, take your swim and a walk through the water uh, because of the distance by the way you need to even with the Kraken's brain approaching to about just outside of cannon shot, uh, it will still be a... Wait, which one swims? Like a 20-minute swim to get to the, uh, to the actual shipyard. Oh, God. So your time... So, so given the timing, you'll be doing this just as Vasilisa makes her, her move, whatever that is, mm. will be your time to go overboard and start swimming over. Mm. So that said, you are able to see the city. And uh, <clears throat> Medina al-Shokolat does not so much sprawl as it does cling. A long, thin city, hugging the silvery coastline before it descends into what, in the daylight, would be brilliant blue-green waters. And even under the clear, starlit sky, still maintains a degree of that majesty, but is much darker. More of a classical, uh, stormy night sort of sea. The older parts of the city that you can see stand out for a handful of stone buildings, some of which are actually of a blocky, tall style, very distinct from the more recent structures. And there are more recent structures of brick and stone in more familiar Ferocian styles, which tend, which tend to favour lots of uh, tall, thin towers and domes in the architecture. Most of the city that you can see is comprised of wooden or plaster housing, typically uh, whitewashed or painted white, and then painted with lines or patterns in bright colours, giving even the poorer parts of the city a jubilant sort of feeling. The waxing moon does illuminate a certain amount of this colour, and the city does gleam the parts of it that are white in the moonlight. Stretching beyond the city strip, countless acres have also been converted to plantations, growing the cacao and sugar that give the town its name. Just beyond cannon range, a sturdy, squat fort of colourfully painted brick sits on the coastline, bearing a relatively low count of, you would say, 24 long guns pointed out to sea. So at any given time, 12 could probably be manoeuvred to fire on a set of ships from this angle. Hmm. The... Basilisk has taken a wide berth to approach its target, and as you wait, you know, resting on the uh, gunwale, watching the town, waiting for the signal, Molly looks up to you, Corzin. Well, looks down to you, Corzin. <laughs> Corzin so, waves. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, she's actually already up here, so Vig will be helming the ship, I think, in this situation. So Vig is actually going to uh, approach you. <laughs> so, we'll wait for, if, to save on sendings. Uh, if, you're send, if you're doing the sending off to uh, Briggs, we'll wait for, a, uh, for the uh, semaphore from, from him and come in at the same time. 
Yeah, that sounds right. You'll be coming out on the ship itself, uh, on the new ship, the prize ship. So, yes. uh, I guess we'll rendezvous next to you if you want to get back on board the Kraken's Ben. Yeah, that makes sense, although I, I want to get us both well clear before we worry about that. Fair enough. I wasn't sure if you're just going to fly back or something. Well, we, we might. We could if fly we, back if we want to help the Kraken's Bane in the fight. Yeah. Which yeah. might be a good idea, because I, I don't know. It feels strange leaving it, doesn't it? We can well, do that if necessary, we'll but the, the main thing we need you to do is cover our retreat. Mm. Yeah, let's let's see how you're doing for spells. I think that's the most important thing. You're quite right. Peer out into the distance. You can see the sails of three ships. I mean, there are a number of, set of, of ships uh, docked to the harbour, but three patrol vessels that you're able to... Uh, that are visible. Um, Causing, or anyone who wants to, but actually, yeah, anyone who wants to, because there is enough light that I'm not going to give anyone disadvantage for looking in the darkness, but it is a long way away, uh, a fair, fair distance away. It can make a percept- So anyone can make a perception, perception check. Perception, okay. I have a very strong 19. thought that needs to be said after that. Yeah. Dirty 20. Um, 13. Cool. 18. No, 14, sorry. 18. All right. Uh, you're able to make out the uh, names of three of the uh, ships, uh, of those three ships uh, painted on the sides. Uh, the Cacao, the Binoc, and the Nanao. Hmm. I had a thought just now. Go on. Uh, assuming this is a little bit beforehand. Yes, so we still yeah, yeah. You're, wait, you're waiting for Vasilis's signal. Um, our ship is the one that's going to be hanging back and holding off the rest, yes? Yeah. Yes. Little Corzin is going to be on our ship, and that might be a bad idea. We might want him to be on the one that's ahead. Hmm. Just so he gets further away quickly. We can get him back afterwards, but our ship might get a bit shot up. And I, I don't know, I have fear. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we've all got a lot of fear. Yeah, I just, I know it's a, it's not a small thing, but, you know, up to you. I mean, he's your kid, I just thought of it, so I thought I'd say it. No, no, good thought. I think... I think we're going to take the brunt of the damage. Yeah. That's my thought. Where he is, he should be uh, fairly safe in the uh, uh, the cabin, but we'll just have to see. If it looks dicey, we're getting out of here. Not if the ship's sinking, we're not. Hmm. Well, hopefully it won't come to that. But it's more a case of, do we put him on the, the lead ship that's not going to be in so much action? That was my point. Yeah. For just, you know, I mean... I know that you are a relentless fucking optimist because it makes me want to murder you most of the time. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's a kid on a ship that's getting shot at. I don't think we should be optimistic. No, you're right. I'll, um... Up to you. Like I say, he is yours, but I thought of it and I got worried. No, no, you're uh, right to uh, bring it up with me. I'll have a word with Molly and see if I can get him uh, uh, longboated over to the Hesperidia. Yeah, I mean, it would be temporarily. We could literally go and get him later today, provided yeah. it all goes well, which hopefully it will, but at least if all doesn't go well, we won't be worrying about him. The only flip side of that is, what if something unexpected happens to the Hesperidia? But 
Yeah, I think we're more likely right. to take more damage. I think he's got better odds on the Hesperidia than he has on ours. Yeah. All right. I'll um. I'll send him over in the. Uh... I just he's, well, one he's of them so anyway. small. <laughs> so he won't like it, but I think this is for the best. No, we'll get to he, see another ship. He'll be fine. He's... <laughs> Little Corzim, who, for the sake of my throat, I'm going to narrate this, uh, is a little nervous, but if you think it's wise, Pa... I do, but don't worry, it'll only be for a little while. Okay. That's my boy. And he gives him a big hug. So... Okay. So... You have, courtesy of victory, a tight, a, a, a sort of waterproofed, tightly d- drawn drawskin bag, uh, oil skin bag, which you can like draw and solidly. Because if it got full of water, that'd be like a, a real problem uh, on many levels. Yeah. Yes, I've been. <laughs> yeah. I'm just asking you for a reminder. Did you you elected? Were you electing to bring? You were yeah. You this is for yeah. So this one is filled with your with muskets uh, and yes. melee weapons are being brought by the crews underground uh, underwater because yes. those don't matter if they get wet. Mm-hmm. But you've got the ranged weapons. Yes. Mm. Cool. You have enough for both of your companies, I believe. Was that it? Uh, we yeah. worked out. So yeah, you've got two of the yeah because we worked out you could stick uh, sixty in there. So you've got mm. solid amounts. Okay, Talc's crew. And the spider tieflings are ready to uh, are ready to fight, uh, and the because it is because you are running with uh, essentially a skeleton crew, the hundred and twenty uh, crew of uh, the hundred and twenty extra crew who will be crewing the as yet unnamed prize ship, led by Ethel, are also waiting by the sides of the boat, mm-hmm. repairing. Then in the distance, a moment before the sound, you see the light, just a little red, you see a little red flare in the distance. Showtime. Guess that's violent. As a series of explosions break out through one of the coastal plantations on the far side of Medina El Chocolat. Uh, for you watch as a series of flame, uh, as a series of rising flames begin to come into existence as something causes the fires started by the explosions to break into a full-on wildfire. Hmm. Then flashes from offshore as the coastal bombardment starts. From the suddenly uh, much more visible uh, basilisk, two of the patrol ships turn and begin to make sail towards the distant ship. But as you, uh, leaving only leaving only one in the harbour, but to your dismay, as you're getting ready to depart, you watch as a fourth ship, which had had its sails filled at this point, begins to unfill them in the harbour. Mm. You realise there is a fourth patrol ship. It, has been, it. it looks very new, uh, as if it may uh. recently have been constructed. 
uh, leaving uh, Briggs's information out of date. This, from the distance, you can see has the name of the Karim. Fuck it. So fuck, fuck, the, fuck. I'm going to say that uh, the Binok and the Nanao have gone off, but the Cacao and the Karim uh, remain uh, are, are remaining around to potentially take part in whatever fight happens. Okay, complications, but this could still work. Am I right? This doesn't yep. change yes. our plan. All right, should we go? Change the plan. Yes. Okay, now all slip over the sides. I'm going to guess that we were doing that through the message cantrip because we were underwater. I, I say, I'm saying that you saw that as it as you were getting yeah, ready just to we jump oh, right, cool. Like yeah. as you were getting ready to jump off, you see the that ship unfurl its sails mm-hmm. and you begin your twin. It takes it takes like ten. minutes. I think you're getting this wrong. We wanted to be like underwater by the time Vasilisa was doing her thing. I thought, am I wrong there? Getting. Vasilisa said she was going to give you uh, start her distraction a bit early. So, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so we want the ships yeah. to be able to leave. With awesome. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So, so it was to give the other the ships that were to the patrol out. ships yeah, no, time enough. to start There's chasing after Vasilisa. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with the time it takes you to swim across, you'll you're like you're t- you will essentially hit dead on eleven o'clock. Cool. By the time you reach there, so you still like as you were uh, uh, jumping off, like we were descending on the side of the uh, of the cracking and getting into the water. You saw this new ship start to unfurl its sails. It takes like ten minutes to get a ship going, though, like potentially mm-hmm. like five to ten minutes, uh, depending on how ready it is. So you know that that ship will be out by the time you are in position. Yeah, uh, but it's you know it's not immediately like. It's not it, like we're not. But it doesn't have like a, a motor where it can just start it. Yeah. If you don't have someone who can sustain wind out your uh, your sails, it's hard it's to get difficult. a ship like that going yeah. very quickly. So, you make your way uh, underwater. Never really boring swim yeah, for a yeah, while. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's cold. It's dull. <laughs> Co- not as cold as you'd expect. The water is warm. Ah, uh, like you know, yeah, I say climate. warm. It's not like you know, warm, warm. You're not in a jacuzzi. No, but it's, but it's like the sea in India. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's yeah, it's it's, it's a tropical sea. It's mm. pro- even at night because it's only a couple of hours after sunset. It's still surprisingly comfortable. Mm. Um, Are we there yet? But it, while it's dull, no. it's, Shut up. there's also a tenseness. <laughs> the message cantrip. Yeah, the three of you can communicate. Oh, we have else. our little metal things as yeah, well. Yeah, because you've got your little metal things. Everyone else is just sort of grimly swimming uh, their way forwards. Uh, oh, it's horrible, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. There's, there's essentially a small army. There are about... Yeah, there's like 170 people making their way through the water. Jesus. Unseen from above due to the darkness. Fucking intimidating, if nothing else. Yeah. 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 As you get towards the the edge, it actually becomes more practical to go into the floor and onto the sea floor and start walking along the shelf. So you're having a proper sort of Pirates of the Caribbean moment. Yes, Yes. loving it. So good. The three of you move ahead, uh, and you can see from what you were able to see the actual shipyard. So you're you're able to make your way towards it, and you reach the point where the heavy piles driven into the uh, uh, driven into the uh, s- uh, into the seabed are supporting pot- the edges of the structure above. You can see also that there are from here that there are four bays where ships could enter. Uh, each one has a set of essentially heavily 
heavy doors. Well, they're not doors. They're more like uh, locks, like you would find in a canal. Mm-hmm. Like they could be uh, uh, meant to be opened or closed. Those two of those doors are currently sealed shut, allowing the dry docks to be, well, dry docks. Mm-hmm. Two are presently open and unoccupied, uh, allowing the water to cope. Uh, so they are filled with water up to the current uh, level of the sea uh, and are kept that way so that ships who need to come in quickly into the dry dock are able to do so. Those are lead directly into the inside of the structure. So, so the, where is the ship we're nicking on all this? I'm uh, sorry. It is presumably in one of the two dry docks that you cannot see from here because they are currently dry. So to give you a sense of, what's, of what you are seeing, you are approaching underneath the water from the uh, from the bay. Mm-hmm. Up ahead, you can see essentially the pier wall, uh, solid stone mooring supported mm-hmm. uh, with wooden pilings outside supporting the jetties above. You can see what uh, you can see four bays, two of which are essentially huge, uh, tarred and waterproofed uh, canal lock doors. Mm-hmm. Two of those bays, however, are open, the two in the center. Mm-hmm. The canal lock doors have been, have been pulled aside and they are flooded with water, but you can see where the surface of the water is and you can see that these pass into the building. Um, how do we get the ship out if it's in dry dock? This is a stupid question. Uh, no, this we is fill it. You will we need, fill yeah, you okay. will need to. But the crew open, that are up there, can but that do is that. The, the crew that are currently behind you. They're yeah. actually going to wait Ethel slightly outside. Ethel and Co are trained in running this, and awesome. part of their job will be to get the ship down into the dock, flood the dock. Get it ready. Get it. Awesome. Out. That makes sense. Do we sense. know how long that will take? We discussed. Uh, by your best estimations. With your aid, uh, gust of wind, uh, sustained winding it at the end, uh, it will take around 10 minutes, 15 at a push if things get delayed. Okay. This is like this is this is a level of time which can only be done with a mage to sustain wind it at the end mm-hmm. so that you don't need to worry about about towing it out. But, we are filling the dry dock. That's <coughs> that sounds like it will take some time. Uh, if you if you did it safely, if you do it slightly more recklessly, which is what they have in plan, essentially breaking the dock, uh, uh, the 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 the, um, uh, the, uh, the access way into the, uh, the breaking the 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 the, the water lock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could just it blast will it flood open. very quickly. Yeah, excellent. That's all we need. Uh, like it will completely ruin the dock for for future use, but they don't. But you don't care about oh, that. So our ten minutes of silence is still useful. Is the point? Yes. Yes. In fact, we can still be getting it out of the number bay. of minutes of useful. In theory, by the time the bell is on silence, we should be on our way out. If all goes well, yeah. or yeah. yeah, or close to the it. Point is to not alert the watch, so yeah. they'll still take another ten minutes to get to us. Yeah, yeah true. So. The bell might just be going off by the time yeah. we're leaving, which is a decent lead, actually. From what actually. you've seen from, uh, from the surface when you spied on it in the distance from, with your spyglass, uh, which I assume you did. You, oh, yeah. You know yes, that, you know we that definitely would have done the that. The dry dock essentially has is open on, on the side that faces the pier, mm-hmm. uh, that faces the waterfront, because that's the bit where the ships go in, and it has three walls. Uh, the docks face south, so you are approaching from the south. 
north uh, there is uh, there is a is the longest part uh, wall and then there are walls facing east and west you were not able to get enough of a look to know exactly where all the doors are or cool. anything like guard okay. patterns uh, but you know bro- you know the broad layout of the building you know that the ta- you are also able to spot a small bell tower directly on above the northern edge of the building oh well, that's helpful good yes yeah so we know where it is at least yeah shall we go and do that then yes so uh there are four bays uh, so there are four bays going left to right one two three four two and three are open would you uh, i'm going to give you options on how you want to come in you can either come up through one of those two bays or you can come up on the pier uh which would kind of bring you just outside and you could walk in or we want to get to the tower first. Yeah, we want so the bell tower. Okay, so, uh, Can we just flat the side of the tower and get in? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, and... uh, essentially, what I want to ask is, do you want to arrive inside the building or outside the building? Outside, I think. Okay, you want to like, climb literally, outside. But in my head, we'd fly up the outside of it, go onto cool. the top, silence the bell, and then go back down the outside of it. Because <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. if there's going to be guards, they'll be inside. Yeah, the that's fair enough. Um, uh, also, say, when we're at the top of the bell tower, are we high enough up to be able to see where the ship we're trying to nick is so that we can tell them which dry dock it's in? Uh, you'll probably be able to see that the moment you put your head over the water. Cool. I just want to be able to tell them, that's yeah. all. Yeah, Because um, like, we can just tell Ethel through sending, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so with or that... message at this range... <laughs> Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but I'm going to send to her to signal to her anyway. Right. So, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yes, you have the time. Uh, but yes, you, you would be able to do that once you surface. All right. So Actually, casting... when we surface, let's message her. Yeah. Genuinely, so you, so you, you, good yeah. point, Sam. Because so then it's you, done. You can. Yeah. Uh, all let's right. So you... It's this one. Yeah. So yes. that she can get nearby. So you're going to cast fly on yourselves uh, underwater. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so. Uh, are you twinning this to hit multiple targets? Uh, I am fifth leveling it. Oh, to hit that. three targets. I nice. That you can just do that. Yeah. So all three of you feel that extra level of buoyancy. Mm-hmm. It's only really causing that we need the other two are just here for cover, but it feels weird not to. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So the three of you uh, feel yourself rising up. I am mm-hmm. going to ask for. St- Stealth checks from all of you mm-hmm. as you are rising up out of the water. You're outside the building, but as I said, the south entrance to the, the south part of the building doesn't have a wall. Uh, so it is okay. open to the sea. That's an 11 from me. 19. Uh, 23 and disadvantage to see me. Cool. All right. Group taking group steps checks into account. I'm glad that yours were so good. <laughs> you... Oh yeah, my coat's going to be on the purple side because it's dark. Yeah, that makes sense. The three of you pop your heads over the water for a moment to get a glimpse around. Mm-hmm. With the uh, with the waves lapping around you, you are able to tr- take a moment of observation unobserved. So you are rising up. Uh, I would like. I'd like uh, I'd like perception checks actually, please. Okay. Oh god, this dice man it needs to go in jail. Um, five. It's ten. Okay. Uh, Scamp, you're a bit focused on maintaining the spell. 
uh, you kind of take a bit of a glance around. You're you're just focused on finding where the ship where the ship is, and you do see that. Uh, so you get so all of you get a sense of the layout of this of the docks. Uh, the dry docks themselves, as I said, are four uh, bays, two of which are flooded with water. One uh, bay number four on the right hand side uh, has a essentially the skeleton of a ship in it. Uh, it has the ribs which have been laid out, but it's a long way from being a full ship. Mm-hmm. The one on the, the leftmost of the four bays uh, has a uh, what looks to the untrained eye to be a complete ship. And it is almost it is a complete uh, an almost complete ship. There's some paintwork that need, uh, that needs to be done, a few finishing touches, but it, it could sail. Uh, it doesn't have any armaments in. Uh, on it, the gun ports are empty. Uh, there are they are actually kitted out to have some, uh, and the it doesn't actually it hasn't actually had its name painted on yet. It's not been uh, so that's the one that we want. Thing. Yeah. Yes, that is that is obviously the ship you need. Uh, the the there are some things, for instance, you know the masts are down, but they are on the ship and, read, and need to be put up. But that's all part of the that's all part of Ethel's crew's job. Mm-hmm. You were also able to see that uh, there are a couple of other elements to the structure. There is, uh, there is actually uh, a gantry that runs above the uh, all of the uh, above the whole structure along the walls to the north, east, and west. It's about, uh, I mean, the size that these ships need to get up to. This, uh, like, it's it is actually close. Uh, there are two gantries. I'll say, uh, yeah, no, the gantry is about. A hundred feet up uh, for where some of the work needs to be done. The, this structure is actually quite high. Like the the the, um, uh, the some the masts that can be put up in it are meant to go up to about one hundred eighty feet above uh, one hundred eighty feet in height. Okay. So this so the full the full size of this sort of structure uh, isn't quite that uh, it, well. Here's the thing: when you pull a ship out like this, you you put, generally put the masts up afterwards, and that is what they're going to be doing. So it's uh, so it's not two hundred feet in height, but it is still pretty high up for a lot of the work that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. So the gantry is close to the ceiling. It runs along the circumference of the of the building, and there are two stairwells up to it. Uh, one by the by the pair of huge double doors on the north entrance on the north wall, the main entrance to the structure this uh the uh, uh directly this stairwell actually continues up the gantry to the gantry and then be- uh, goes on to a ladder which leads all the way up to the bell tower mm-hmm. there is a rope a bell pull which goes down from the bell tower past the gantry all the way down to ground level so it is is actually next to the two main doors mm-hmm. because gonna... it's designed to be rung so that you can call meals and so on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to message to the other two. Might cut that rope while we're doing silence. Makes sense. Just for an extra couple of minutes, you know, just yeah. in case. Yeah. There, are, uh, you can also see that there is uh, a second stairwell in the top right-hand corner, so the very north uh, easternmost end. Uh, essentially, the point is that there are two stairwells leading up to the gantry. We're not really going to take either of the stairwells. We're going to fly up the side of the tower. You might not, but this is but but you are but you are not the only people who might want to get up to the bell. 
Oh yeah. Is the point I'm making? Like, like I'm, yeah. I'm there are two ways of this point you're making. Cool. Yeah. So How this is. How solid are these? Uh, they. I mean, could we fuck them up while we've got them silenced? I'm going to be very blunt here. Uh, the construction was done by the lowest bidder. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, like, okay. Like this, this is yeah. The, the uh, health and safety and workplace uh, comp doesn't exist yet. I was going to say, in the 1700s, I didn't think it would, no. Yeah, so they're like, they're, like, they're, they're designed so that there are a, an acceptable number of annual workplace accidents. Oh, sorry, off subject for a second. Yeah. Can we assume I've done guards and wards on the Kraken Bay? Uh, I always Bay? do. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. as always, I just, yeah. yeah. Thinking spells wise. Um, yeah, and you have set a password, which you would have told everyone in the morning when you set it. Yeah. Because um, that's what your standard thing is? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, Isn't it usually at night you cast it rather than morning? Uh, yeah, but you usually do it yeah, last usually thing every before evening. bed. Um, yeah. Last so, thing before bed, but it lasts 24 hours. Yeah, so, so it's still protected and it would yeah. be yeah. the duration of this. But, but you haven't used the spell for today. I guess not, I guess, no, actually. No, I, I could have done it yeah. on purpose, yeah, and yeah. not used that spell up. Uh, all right, so... Uh, yeah. The reason I draw this, uh, your attention to this second gan- uh, to this second access uh, stairwell to the gantry is that there is also a small, weird little building within a building next to it. Uh, basically, you know when you when you're in a construction site and you get those uh, like plasterboard little mm. buildings that they set up in Nissan huts. Yeah, it's yeah. basically yeah. yeah, it's basically uh, kind of port- uh, like uh, like a uh, like a little shack. That has been set up inside uh, the structure. Uh, oh. Just uh, you can see that there are a couple of doors leading into it, and um, uh, uh, leading into it uh, on either side. Uh, and you can also hear uh, muted conversation from within. You can see that there is a, 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 a an oil lamp on in there. It seems to be some sort of break room. Mm. So the secondary stairwell up to the gantry is right next to the break room. Okay. Okay. Uh, Causing with an eighteen, you can tell that there are at least four voices coming from within the break room. Mm-hmm. All right. You can't work out. You can't make out an accurate head count from where you are, but you are all. Uh, but you you all see the f- two pairs of guards next to the double doors inside the building. So next to the main entryway. So there are four guards in the building already. In which building? The in break the, room. Sorry, or? in the in the main in the main structure. So not in the portico. Bell tower. Yeah. So. But right. in the bell tower. Not in the bell tower on ground level, just guarding. So cool. there's no one up on the gantry. There's no one at the bell tower yet. Cool. But they are. But there there are four guards inside that by the uh, by the main entrance. There are also four guards, uh, standing by. The t- uh, at the water's edge by dock one and dock four, so by the two with it with with uh ships in progress staring out into the water because you've popped your heads up, you have missed their sight lines just and they do not seem to have spotted you. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Then, uh... So there are eight visible guards inside, four more that you can hear at least. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna message the other two. Um, in turn, I assume, but like for ease of saying. Well, the yeah. headset. Yeah. Oh, yeah, via headset, so you can just hear me. Yeah. There are four guards looking out to the water. Should I distract them with an illusion or something? Well, I was thinking maybe once we've disabled the bell, if you could make it look like the stairs are on fire. 
Yeah. Because yeah, I would attract them, but they up. won't go past it. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Yes. You are also, you are also thought, able to hear but not see Corzin. You, you reckon you can hear at least two patrols... Judging by the footsteps, probably four people per four soldiers per patrol outside the structure as well. So there are at least another eight soldiers on a patrol on the exterior, but you can't see them well from guarded. where you are. Yeah, so this is like yeah, there there is a full company of mercenaries mm-hmm. uh, guarding this, but they are presently a bit spread out. So well, the mercenaries, not military. Uh, no, these are these. Judging from the lack of. Judging from the colours they're wearing, uh, these are private, essentially private security. Okay, fine. So just after you silence the bell, I'll make it look like the stairs are on fire. Brilliant. They're, after sending, I'll do that next, yeah. 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 They're all equipped with um, clubs and uh, they're all equipped with well, essentially truncheons uh, and either uh, you see some of them are equipped with pistols but some are equipped with muskets. All right. Mm-hmm. It seems to be a slightly varied mix. Okay. 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 So, what's your plan from here? You're currently at the water's edge. Literally in the water's edge, in fact. Fly mm. up and get on with it, I guess. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you, you wait for a moment when the, when the guards are looking elsewhere, and the three of you... Quickly... Before you cast silence, can you draw my weapons out? Yeah. Done. I also you. take like another 15 seconds and dry out the three of us so we're yeah, less weighed down dry out <laughs> as you fly up. there is a, a short sort of as you go up and you look at one of the one of the guards looks over to where you were frowns for a moment and who's the other none of you speak Frisian mm. <laughs> The, the that pair what start idly wandering over towards where you were. The other pair kind of stay looking out the at the bay. They're, they're looking a little nervously over at the sounds of the of the of the cannon fire being exchanged mm. off in the distance. But you're able to fly up, so you're going up to the roof and over straight the to roof. the bell. Yep, yeah, over the roof, yeah. straight to the bell. You reach the bell uh, safely. One moment. There is a moment where, just as you touch down at the uh, on the edge of the bell, you hear from out uh, from one of uh, from outside, and from here you're able to look down and see that there are actually four patrols of four guards working around the outside. One of them frowns, looks up, and goes, "Ah, son, as Jamil, Jamil, Shona." They seem to be waiting for a response. Hmm. Where where are they shouting? To? I'm so confused. Are, so I'm there sorry. are guards on the outside in the street. Mm-hmm. You seem to have heard something. They are looking up broadly in your direction at the bell tower, and they've called out something in a language you do not speak. Fuck it. Let's I just carry minor on. Minor illusion. Can I minor illusion the sound of a cat? Yes. Give me a performance check. Oh, oh perfect. Oh, that's good. Um, twenty-three. Ow. That's not. They mutter and return to their uh, to their patrol. I just take two seconds and put both my hands on either of their shoulders and just like 
tiny flash of rainbow happens. You both get inspiration because I just realised that would be really intelligent uh, for the next Excellent. ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, that do ten each if you're really desperate in the next up. ten minutes. Okay. The three of you are now on that clamp. Just float down into the bell tower. The bell tower is a little, again, wooden structure. There is hanging from a pole a very large bronze bell. It is uh, like it is. A, it would indeed be a two-person job to try and lift this thing away if that yeah. was your goal. There is a large clapper. There is a bell pull going down, and there is a uh, there is a ladder leading down to a gantry. And wow, actually, some part of you causing can't help but think the construction work here is really shoddy, and they should fire whoever got the contract. All right. Well, I mean, if if this uh, thing doesn't fall down on its own, well, you know. Uh, Let's give it a little bit of a hand, shall we? Is it right, worth just up. setting it on fire? I know that's like impossive. Real setting on fire? Yeah. Where would it come from? Where would the fire come from? It's more likely Me? to attract Scamp. people to it. Oh, you mean you think people are going to see it and come running? Yeah, that's what I mean. It's going to serve the same purpose as the bell. And mm. also, I'm going to illusion fire, aren't I? So people are come running anyway. But that's on Not the inside. If we do it inside the building. True. If we put fire outside, people outside are going to come in. True. You, brief, you briefly consider illuminating up. a giant signal fire to avoid drawing attention. Yeah, true. Yeah, the beacons are lit. Gondor calls raid. We don't do that. That would be stupid. Um, <laughs> Wasn't going to say anything until you reached the conclusion. Yeah. Let's cut the rope that's the bell pull, but tie it to something else so they don't. So they see it and they try and pull it and it doesn't work. Yeah, can we do it? Can I cut it with my dagger and just tie it onto like a bit of stairwell or something you so it can, hangs in vaguely? I would the same like point. a dexterity check, please. Okay. Uh, that's really not terrible. Um, that's a 20, dirty 20. Okay. You are able to cut the bell pull and tie <coughs> it to the side of the uh, structure without ringing the bell by accident. Oh, amazing. Yeah. That would be awful. Mm. <laughs> say, really, really awful. The clapper while you were doing that, but yeah. Uh, I was going to say you didn't say that, but unfortunately, yeah. is not necessary. Yeah. You mm-hmm. were able to put to, to to tie off to tie off the bell. So yes, any attempt to uh, pull the bell is uh, is likely to hit the really dodgy construction work here instead. Yeah, if they pull hard enough. Yeah, if the, just if they pull the, the rope and the tower falls down, down, that's amazing. Mm. <laughs> like, that's so actually, good. You could um, uh, take the, um, the the pull off where the actual bell part is and just attach it to the beam that the bell's attached to. So if they pull the entire thing down on top of them, I but mean, then again, that to, would probably ring the bell. Y- yes, please. <laughs> that, that, okay, you do so. If that's all right. <laughs> it's now tied to the beam currently holding up the bell. Yeah. Corson would um, mention, like, this is great. The only thing is, if that actually does work, it might end up ringing the bell just by dint of it falling down the shaft. They'll have bigger problems if it's falling. True. Yeah, if the building's coming down, that's a problem. All right, mm. all right, let's go. Okay. You're going to silence it then? Yes, uh, cause and cast silence. What the, do you uh, aim for the silence to? Um, it bell. would be centred on the bell. Okay. You uh, so the, the, uh, to the bell. the octopus would go out and sort of embrace the bell a little bit. Um, <laughs> what am I making it look like? What is on fire out of character? Um, the stairs. Which stairs? Yeah. 
the stairs up to the bell from inside. So, yeah. right, so you want to make the ladder, the, 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 so the ladder that leads directly up to the bell. Uh, but, but the bit that's inside the tower yeah, so that it's not so lighting it's not up. Very lighting Immediately, okay. yeah. So you create the appearance of a, like, a, a, like not a roaring, raging out of control fire, but just like, like the lat, like maybe there's been some drop lamp oil or something. The yeah. fire is caught, so, like the ladder. A small, quietish fire. fire, so people aren't really going to find yeah, so it there unless they like try a, and come. Okay, so uh, where do you want to be when you set this fire? Um, I mean, it's 120 it's feet range. Fire. Yes. So. 120 feet away, I guess. Oh, 120 feet away in what direction? Do you want to be inside the building, outside the building? Can I be in the water, or is that too uh, far I'll away? say that you can get back down into the water, the three of you. I will ask you for another stealth check, though, because you're kind of returning to your previous hiding space. Or are we not going back to the water? What is the plan? Yes, what, uh, what is your um, plan? We need, I need to need get to back to the soldiers. Okay. Yeah, you need to be there immediately. I don't got... need to be there immediately. Okay. Um, so I could go separately and I could meet you there. Yeah. Yeah. Would it just in a, would it not be easier to um, fly over for the uh, for the two of us? Who who's the two of us that you're talking about, Sam? It's Sorry. all it's an audio format. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, for you and me, Celeste, if we fly, but um, Scamp can go there instantly. Yeah. I'd rather fly and not use the spell. To be mm. honest. All right. Well, then we can all fly. Just no, the point is when, came. like, where do you, where am I being to set this illusion? That's the point, out of character. Oh. Well, set it from where we're standing now, and then we can just get out of here. Yeah, good yeah, idea. Just look, look down the ladder. Yeah, Let's that's fine. That's all I wanted to know. Can I leave it going? Is that allowed? You, I believe you can if it's a major illusion. I think I it can. Just, it will just go yeah. Yeah. I can't, like... Do anything different with it if I'm not within 120 feet, but I think but, I can yeah, sit yeah. it and Once leave you set it. it, it will just continue going cool. until you say otherwise. So. Yeah, I do that and then I. So a small fire. And then I guess I do my sendings, don't I? Okay, so you signal. Um, uh, I signal are Ethel. We, are we close enough to message or is this too hard? Uh, with, with, because we've established that the message cantrip works within 500 feet for, at your level, uh, you are actually close enough that you can message Ethel. Okay, uh, I'll message trip. Ethel. So you avoid using it. And then we're spot. only sending to Briggs when the ship is going, yeah? Yes. Cool. Yeah. So I'll message to Ethel and basically say, okay. now, hurry, um, you know, left most dry dock. Okay, so you're signaling quiet. So Ethel, but uh, you get uh, Ethel. Uh, Ethel kind of gets a. It's a weird w- watery reply because right now Ethel is breathing water. Mm. Uh, so you get a sort of garbled. Oh. Okay, I will send up the mercenary. Uh, I will send up your mar- marines now. Do you have the uh, the uh, the uh, they will get the guns from you when they get up there. Yes, they're on the way. Okay. So, uh, Scamp, you and Corzin fly down to meet the mercenaries. Can I have stealth checks from the pair of you, though, please? Yep. Oh, another 23. Am I going with you? Natural one, but lucky. Um, I guess you, it's up to you. you yeah. Can, yeah. Or you can wait till it gets going. Okay, uh, that's a 21. I don't know if there's any advantage in waiting until it gets going. I think I'd rather okay. keep Give me a Actually, no, sorry, that's a 20. That's a 20. Okay. 
Um, 18 for me. Okay, the three of you slip, speed down to the water and then slip quietly through it. So the mercenaries are just are, have moved up and are getting ready to come up via one of the dry dock bays. Essentially, they just climb up the side uh, to fight. Uh, the uh, so all right, you can see that Talc's crew is getting ready to come up. Sorry, uh, I dropped bay. the eye of the storm into my dice. I was fiddling with Sorry. it. That's on me. Yeah. Sorry for the noise. Talc's crew is, come, is getting ready to come up via one uh, bay. Uh, the spider tiefling is getting ready to come by another. Uh, double check. So the, right now, uh, until you, they're in a position to take the weapons off you, they're going to come up and see if they can just essentially melee rush the ones on the inside. Yeah, the spider tieflings take the ones that are there in, in mm. melee while the others get their weapons out. Okay, so that's yeah, so that's the actions essentially for this sort of round of combat. Yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be the Talc's crew. Essentially, just spilling out guns, so they can just grab them. The spider tieflings are going to sp- go for the work for the interior ones. So, uh, I'm going to say, following the standard rules for what I've done, uh, I will give um, Scamp control of the spider tieflings during this fight. Uh, Talc's crew, I think, following my standard, I will probably give to Celestia mm-hmm. uh, control of during this fight. Uh, causing, as the case may be, will will adapt. But you do get a successful surprise round. So can I have everyone roll initiative, please? Excellent. Okay. Oh, that's twenty. 20. Uh, Twenty-one. Fourteen. Yeah, I don't know the modifier or anything, but it was a nat twenty. Okay, so that's. So Celestia... Oh, sorry, I thought we were rolling for us, personally. Yeah, we're oh, rolling you are rolling or... for you, personally. Yeah. Oh, well, it's yeah, still an okay. at 20. I'll just take that roll for me. Crack yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, Scamp is a 14. So, yes, no. The uh, the Spider Tieflings and Talc actually have set initiative rolls uh, cool. based on their... Uh, on their... Um, words. Uh, yes, based on their, on their morale. There we go. Uh, so just grabbing the notes I have here for them. So they will go respectively Plus on... four, then. Uh, yeah, so the tieflings will go on 14, or on initiative count 14 after any players, and Talc will, uh, Talc's lot will go on initiative count uh, 12, I believe, after any players. So okay. Tief and Talc. Cool, and I will roll in the part, uh, the uh, the the uh, mercenaries as well. Awesome. Actually, I don't need to. I just know what they roll. Okay, so uh, right. In which case, let's get this started. So uh, as the uh, as it all begins, Celestia, you are the f- momentarily the first to f- rise out of the water. As the uh, spider tieflings begin clambering up the edges, blades in arms, ready to attack, uh, is, are there any actions you wish to take to assist, or cast any spells, or oh, do anything else? Uh... There are there are on the interior of this uh, of this uh, affair one, two, three, four, at least twelve. So at least probably about half the mercenaries are on the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are and. Taking out numbers of mercenaries personally will affect, obviously, the big fight as well. 
Okay, how many spider tieflings are like within 60 feet of me? I think it's 60. All of them. I'm going to flip my hair back. There's going to be a flash of rainbow. They're all going to get 11 temporary hit points and they can move up to their full nice. movement right now. Okay. Because I think that could be incredibly yes. useful for them to just get into a fucking fight immediately. Oh, yeah, yeah. The spider tieflings burst suddenly. <laughs> yeah. Out of the uh, uh, out, out and into the fray. I'll say for the purposes of this that uh, the t spider tiefling unit has an extra hit point uh, compared yeah. to what they normally do. Um, and yeah, they They're get nine. whatever their full movement is. Um, yeah, so they can get which, much closer or maybe just in range, I don't know where they It's are. about 30 feet, but it allows them to get much closer and for those who would uh, have been a little bit further away, it allows them to run up. So they sudden, so just these, from the perspective of these uh, kind of you know, pay by the pay by the day mercenaries. This private security firm uh, who are busy just like guarding, like on a fairly cushy job guarding uh, some half constructed holes. A, a thirty nightmare creatures they have never seen <laughs> yeah. with four arms wielding sabers rise out of the water with terrifying speed, glinting with rainbow energy. Mm -hmm. That's actually oh, a terrific bonus sight. action, so I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to do. <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm tempted to just send to Briggs as my action. Go for it. Um, I know that it's not time for like the signal signal yet, but I'm tempted to be like, get ready. What? Yeah, okay. You send Does that seem sensible? Yeah, that seems yeah. sensible. Yeah, just, yeah um, you send it. Yeah. Yeah, up to you. Um... So I'm going to send to Briggs. I'm going to say... Um, getting out of water now. Get ready. Won't be long until escort is needed. Good luck. Okay. That's the most I can think of. It's like uh, you hear the court, uh, Briggs return. Thanks for the warning. We'll get. We'll be. We'll get ready to make way. Assuming you'll be out uh, coming out in ten minutes, so we'll get ready to start coming into range. Yeah. So if he doesn't hear anything from us, he'll assume it's yeah. in ten minutes. That's good to know. Okay. So uh, Briggs receives the message. I'm going to move along to Corzin. Corzin, you uh, rise up out of the water as well. Having actually, did you? You did go back into the water, so until you get prestidigitated, uh, your gunpowder weapons are still out, but you have your melee right, weapons. Enough. Um, damn, okay. You I also am... have a flight speed of 60 feet, so you can kind of go almost anywhere uh, yeah. <laughs> to make your I'm going to get up onto the, uh, the deck of the ship and do what yeah. I can to clear it. Okay, there's no one on the ship at this point. Uh, that you're, the, uh, the, but there are guards. I'll say that there are uh, there there are three, uh, four kind of groups of soldiers where you could get within five feet of both of them. Uh, they're at, at, at different points of on the interior. So there are two by the stairwell that would go up. Who have at this point just looked up and noticed the fire. Okay. There's broken up by the. Uh, I'll leave out. them to it then. Uh, there's uh, another two that are there, and there are also the unknown number in the little porter cabin. Mm. Are there any that are just sort of stood 
close enough to the edge I could push them off into the water. Yes. Uh, there are two groups right. of two. That you That's do a that. dumb move. <laughs> I am going to attempt like to it. fly it's headlong great. into one and be like yeah. a halfling cannonball. Um, in order to try and push them into the water. Because, functionally speaking, they've got um, no ranged weapons at that point. Yeah, make a, make a just make an athletics check. Okay, athletics. With advantage, because it's the surprise round. Okay... Cannonball! Oh, that was okay. Um, that's a 17. Yeah, they're completely caught by surprise. This flying halfling bursts out of the water behind them because you come up through one of the dry docks, uh, well, one of the wet <laughs> docks, and you shoulder check them <laughs> into the water. There's just a slash as they go in, com- completely ruining, <laughs> the, uh, the, the, them, uh, ruining the musket they were carrying. That was less than five seconds, right? We're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're all good. Yeah. Uh, you've got another attack, at least one another, and of course the bonus action if you want to go for it. So you okay, have a companion so what, next to him. Yeah, I'm going to try and um, lob him over as well. So Shoot. would that be a grapple? Uh, another another athletics check to grab hold of him. Okay, just regular all, athletics yeah, check. Yeah, it's basically time. push. Uh, yeah, your first attack is with surprise. Really, no, that's fair. Natural one, but lucky. Yeah. <sighs> Okay, um, that is a 22. Okay, you grab hold of him by the... Uh, having just shoulder-checked his buddy into the water, uh, you grab hold of him uh, by the uh, by the uh, jacket, your hands slip off, uh, huh? and you fly away. But he, un- he kind of loses his gripping, slips on some of the water that you have spread onto the, <laughs> uh, onto the uh, pier, and f- just falls in. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've gone for him come away he's grabbed at me and then overbalanced and fallen off yeah <laughs> you still have your bonus action the two of them okay. are alive but now in the water so they're yeah so their muskets are now out of commission right uh, plus I mean they're gonna have to swim round and climb yeah, anyway yeah. Um, any others in the general vicinity uh, without ranged weapons I'll say that you could fly up to the porter cabin and get the door open uh, and that would be and if there was someone next to the door you could make one attack against them okay um, although actually the porter cabin has doesn't have like it has open window space instead of real window so I guess you could just fly through the window because you're small enough and attack one person yeah I'll fly through okay. the window flying up you see there are six uh, soldiers all of whom are looking up just in the process of looking up at this Superman-like tiny figure. He's <laughs> uh, got a they, fist out and everything. Yeah, it's brilliant. Half, yeah. yeah, they're halfway through a, through, a, through a game of cards. You think you it might be Jim Rummy? There's a superhero called Cannonball. His name is Sam. You are him. <laughs> uh, I mean, Corzin does fly like fists in the air yeah. for me. Like, definitely. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah. If I can get to them, yeah, I'm going to um, try and uh, clock one. <laughs> Okay, you can make an unarmed attack. Uh, I'll say they didn't. They didn't see you coming. So yeah, take it. Take it with advantage. Okay. Uh, you sort of offhand a punch. Yeah. Unless you want to use one of your actual weapons. Oh. Both of those just bounced out. So actually, one's landed. So I'll roll the other one. Yeah. That's another natural one, but lucky. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, if it's just a. Uh, yeah. Unarmed attack. Yep. Uh, that will be a oh, a dirty twenty. 
Okay, you fly through, uh, trying to punch one, miss, smack the table, slide across it, scattering the <laughs> chips. Uh, but in the process, you kick over a tankard, which flies up and smacks someone in the nose. Uh, what's your strength modifier? My strength modifier is plus four. Okay, doing five points of damage. Oh. <laughs> the nose breaks and blood starts flowing out. Fold! <laughs> You're a dick. You're <laughs> such a dick. <laughs> so, on that note, because you all uh, scamp your time with the teeth. Get away from this fucking table. <laughs> yeah. I will you... go away and think about what I've done. Yeah, uh, scamp, is there anything? Uh, you can come up pretty much anywhere you want. Uh, what do you, would you like to do, if anything? I'm guessing it's going to take all my time to get the weapons out the bag. Yes, actually, no. Yeah, you are taking your action, your full action I and everything take the whole is... To helping Talc's crew get weapons. So you're up yeah. by, by the ship, actually, that you're planning to steal, because uh, they all come out of the water, and at that point, Talc's lot are coming out of the water, and you were just hurriedly handing out weapons, keeping the bag open. They are grabbing them. It is a frenzied yeah. uh, mass. At the same moment, the tieflings are bursting into action themselves. So roll me uh, an attack roll for the tieflings. Do you still have their stats? I do. I've Good. Uh, uh, with advantage, because they definitely Ooh. have surprise. Okay. Ooh, okay, one of those is good. Um, melee, so that is a 23. Okay, that I'm going to say, because you got 10 higher, and with some of the advantages that you've, uh, you've already set, uh, I will actually say that does... Uh, it, uh, yeah, I'm going to say because he, because of some of the adventures you've already set and the and the weakening effects that Corzin has done on some of them, I'll let you do two points of damage. Uh, so they just sat, just immediately set upon the mercenaries on the inside uh, in every direction, just because frankly they massively outnumber them uh, because at uh, 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 this at this stage. Uh, with an, uh, with a, a brutal series of attacks, they just cut, cut into them, taking them down. About about half of the mercenaries on the inside just die. Wow! Uh, quickly and with uh, barely more than a strangled half scream. Uh, which how's the morale for the others? Uh, probably not going to be great Bad. necessarily. <laughs> Uh, so you've done two points of damage. Just give me a note of what their current hit points are. But they, but those on the outside, however, are uh, are still ready to fight. And those who have not been attacked suddenly find themselves stealing and getting ready for a brutal uh, battle ahead. Uh, there's they they do that. A lot have been taken down in this initial strike, but uh, they've got yeah they've got resolve yet. Okay, yeah. so. Uh, that ends the surprise round. <laughs> Top of the round, Celestia. So I got distracted by finding Talc's lot stats. Ah, that's um, right. Where am I? What can you, I see? Uh, so you are. You've risen up out of the water next to where the, uh, the where the tieflings emerged. You've blessed. Uh, you've given them a spark of inspiration, uh, and you've sent a message. So you can see 
a whole bunch of uh, of spider tieflings outnumbering a much smaller number of t uh, of uh, mercenaries, at least two to one. Well, it's more like three to one now with the casualties they've just taken. But you can also hear the sounds from outside of running boots as uh, the sounds that you the the somewhat limited but nevertheless audible sounds you've made have been heard. Oh god, I don't know what I can do that can help individually. Um, struggling a bit. That's right. You can, you can, if you wish, just try and kill some or, or take down some people because it will dent the total number of uh, numbers they have. Oh, um, are there any like groups? Uh, yes, the biggest group in a ten-foot radius sphere. Uh, the biggest group in a ten-foot radius sphere is the. Oh no, uh, that's concentration. I can't do that. Today. I've got an illusion up. I was going to cast Confusion. This is the trouble with Celestia when she's got a concentration spell up. I really yeah, struggle for like big that, things. Uh, some of the groups outside actually do, uh, do are groups of four in a ten foot radius sphere. If you if you the, need no, to. that's yeah. not a thing not that a thing. I can do. Uh... No, I'm struggling. Not gonna lie. Just a bit of damage if you can do a damage to anyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can do dissonant whispers to someone. Yeah. Sure. Uh. You pick that a, would probably be enough damage yeah. to a normal person at first level to like really do bad stuff, wouldn't it? Quite yeah. likely. Are any of them look looking visible and important compared to the other ones? Uh, give me a quick insight check. Oh, that's good, actually. Um, that's an 18. Okay, one of the figures stumbling out of the break room, uh, we'll, it has a somewhat better cared for looking sabre uh, and pistol than the others uh, and is seems to be in the process and you can see that uh, several of the others are looking to him as he's calling as he's in drawing a breath to call for aid mm -hmm. This you would guess this is probably the captain am I like 60 within 60 you're feet? within 60 feet yeah you can fly up okay it's gonna fly up and go down and cast dissonant whispers Okay. I'm going to try and make it visible to freak everybody out. That's my intention. Right, it's a wisdom check, right? Yeah, wisdom save. Cool. Um, he still takes damage either way. Uh, but... He fails. Roll damage. Amazing. Um, okay. Um, so, 12, uh, 16. Like quite a lot for your average person. Damage. Uh, it is quite a lot for your average person. This uh, this chap being the, the one in charge is a little bit more staunch than that, mm -hmm. but uh, as the spell takes effect, he immediately backs against the wall, just ah, grabbing his head. Uh, yeah, he does have to run away. Uh, that is part of it. Is it? It's run. Yeah, is um, it, it's not directly away. It's run. Make it best attempt to flee. What is the word? Um, if. It must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from you. So okay, he has I mean, to literally run away. He has away. to run away from you, but uh, I guess, yeah, because like, he's backed against the wall, but he can run the other way. So he runs back through the break room. Uh, so you've done 16 points of damage uh, to him. He runs back through the break room and I guess passes Corzin in the process. Mm. He's scrambling over, so yeah. Go for it's forced it. movement, though, does it count? Oh, it's forced movement doesn't count. No, it doesn't. No. You don't get so opportunity don't attacks attack. for that. So you, so you kind of, I'll say you kind of go for him, but he's just scrambling away, clutching his head, ah, and, scra uh, uh, and screaming. His nose is bleeding. Yeah, nose is just bleeding. Oh, he was blood. the one that got the tank into the nose, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Uh, no, that what was I'm trying one. to do is intimidate right. the group, so I don't know if you'll allow me to make um, an intimidation attack with my bonus action or not. But up to you. If you'd killed him, I'd allow it. But okay, fair enough. Yeah, but it's it's not a fear. It's not a fear spell. It's they like and it's. I'm not letting you get. Essentially, I'm not letting you get an uh, get an attempt to break them for a first level spell. <laughs> yeah, fair. I mean, the, the captain did run away, so I was wondering. Uh, he ran away, but he, but a moment later, he gets his head back together and starts giving orders. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not he's not under a fear effect, mm. uh, so it's not that disastrous. Uh, Corzin. Okay. Um, Sorry. Yeah. Do you have any you um, other I actions? I don't think so. Matches? I think I'm going to save my bonus action. Cool. I can't think of anything good to do with it, Corzin. so I think I'm done. Okay. Going to. Um, Bring out the uh, the swords, and uh, for the moment, I'm going to use Riptide exclusively to try and uh, just disarm all of them. Any of them that try and um, uh, draw their weapons on me. Okay, that's all of them who are in the process of reaching for their weapons. So, well, there's five of them currently. If I uh, there, yeah, there's five. There were six. The captain just oh, ran out the, of the room. Oh, yeah, the captain. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But there's okay, five then. around you, so yeah. Uh, make so the two attacks. Three to me, I guess. <laughs> uh, you'll have to. One of them you'll have to use death because you can only make two okay, attacks yeah, with your fine. main weapon. But go for it. Make three. Make three. Uh, I think it's just. Ooh, it's been a while since I've used the the, the disarm rules. <laughs> well, it's only if I hit. So let's see if I hit first. Yeah. Okay, so the first one is going to be uh, twenty-seven. That definitely hits. Um, the second one is going to be a uh, 19. Yep, also hits. And the one with death will be uh, a 15. Also hits. I think, yeah, because I don't... Uh, uh, just doing this from memory, uh, I believe it doesn't do damage, but you do knock their yeah, blades. So uh, their, as a reaction on a successful attack, you, know, you can attempt to break a held or worn item or armor. It's an athletics check versus um, a AC, either breaks or oh, uh, the item. Oh, you can, but you can only do that against one of them because it uses your reaction to shatter a weapon. Okay, or well, I will do that against one then. Yeah, but I will say that you can... Uh, so the first one... Does da- like the first one does damage, and you can attempt to break it. So make the athletics check. Okay. Uh, that is uh, oh, dirty twenty. Okay, yeah, you 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 you. So roll damage on, against that uh, mercenary as well. Okay. Um, let's... Okay, the damage is eleven. Eleven. Okay. Uh, you Slashing. shatter. Uh, they're raising their pistol. Uh, you disarm them. By which I mean, Riptide goes through their hand, oh, um, shattering the, uh, cutting the pistol in half, and then through their upper arm, and they die in a screaming, bleeding heap. Okay. Um, the Jesus. other, the other two attacks. Uh, you have a choice of whether you want to actually disarm them of their weapons, or you just want to do damage. I think I'll just do damage at this point. Okay, roll damage. Okay, second one. That is another 11 slashing damage. This one, you bat the saber they're raising... Well, uh, more like a... Sorry, the club they're raising to the side and just... uh, And slice through their throats. They slump backwards, spraying claret over the cards. Oh, it was a winning hand as well. Yeah. (laughs) You're so mean. (laughs) And final one is oh, another eleven. That's like 
And then I rolled, the third one, you just flick the blade out and... I rolled five on three separate d6. <laughs> yeah, just simple slash uh, uh, slash uh, in across the chest, catching them between the ribs and puncturing a lung. They cough and struggle and slump to the ground, uh, drowning in their own blood. <sighs> okay, so there's two Three left. of them dead. Uh, yep, yeah. Two left. That's, yeah. I'm just keeping a track of how many you guys, uh, you, you've personally killed or disarmed, because uh, that all affects the total hit points. Okay. Uh, at which point, Scamp. Ugh. <coughs> um, are there any groups in a 20-foot radius with no allies nearby? Uh, with no allies nearby. I mean, they're all moving in groups. Like, there are some individuals whose allies have now been killed. Uh, there is also the captain, who is separate. No, I mean, with none of our allies. Oh, none of your allies have been red. Uh, Can I get a whole bunch in a 20-foot radius without hurting anyone? Uh, not inside the building. If you leave the building, though, you know that there <laughs> nah, are four groups. Nah, let's not groups. get them involved. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's two near the stairs, weren't there? Uh, there are, indeed. They are presently being... Uh, there, there were four near the stairs. There are now two near the stairs because they're being they're in the middle of a bum rush from the uh, spider tieflings. Lovely. Uh, I will twin a firebolt at them. Go for it. Roll two attacks. Um, that is whew, a 24 and a 26 to hit. Oh no, that's an old number I'm adding. More than that. Uh, yeah, roll damage. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, how much do I roll these days? Is it two or three? I've been playing too much D&D with too many characters in the last few days. Aww. Oh, I know that. Oh. <laughs> am I, am I, what level am I? Am I eight? Am I 14? Am I 11? Nobody knows. Um, <laughs> no one knows. So 15 on one. Yep. And um, 14 on the other. Okay, so one yeah. catches, uh, uh, one just catches a blast of flame in their face. Uh, and slumps backwards a blackened mess. The other one you catch in the back of the knee and they sink down and a spider tiefling brings the sabre through their jugular, taking Ooh. advantage of the momentary lapse. <laughs> Messy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it looks okay as that uh, as that happens. Uh, uh, anything else from you? Bonus actions or anything? Uh, I will move some sorcery points around. Cool. Can I get my uh, back? Glancing up, actually, uh, you think you recognise that uh, that particular uh, spider tiefling? Yeah, it's Rakash, <laughs> hmm. the purple, uh, the purple chitoned one. He looks up and it uh, kind of gives you a, a nod of the head and thanks before moving moving to uh, towards the door. Uh, at which point. Yeah, the spider tieflings are going to continue laying into the survivors here. There are a handful left, uh, and getting uh, as uh, as the re and uh, unless you have, uh, or, I guess the the only order question from me is: uh, Are they stay going to try and wipe out everyone on the inside, or are they going to uh, potentially limiting the amount of damage they can do, or are they going to move to check the outside groups as well while they still have the advantage of? No one having yet fired any shots. It's well, if we if we stay inside, they might not come inside for a bit. Okay, go for it. Uh, roll. Uh, in which case, just roll a straight attack for the spider tieflings. Uh, Twenty-two. Yeah, that does it. Uh, the with a few uh, with a last few strokes, they butcher the remaining uh, soldiers on the interior. 
uh, which triggers, uh, which are these, uh, there is only one surviving member who is the captain presently engaged in a five-way battle uh, with tieflings around him, uh, who is going to, uh, he's uh, kind of calling out for help, trying to defend with his, not really in a position to shoot with his pistol and just holding off with his blade. Uh, so let's see. I'm going to roll a morale check and we'll see whether his companions answer the call. Uh, so there is a uh, there is actually a shout from outside uh, on several fronts as the remaining members uh, you hear the sounds of boots uh. rushing to uh, to get involved. They natural twenty in their morale check actually. Mm, they they're not going to go, but uh, more than half of the mercenaries are now dead. Okay. That's so uh, the remainder are uh, the remainder rush in. Uh, so they act uh, at the same time as Talc's group do. Okay. So uh, Talc's group. I guess react at the moment that the front doors burst open. Mm-hmm. Eight mercenaries come in through, uh, come in through, guns are blazing, and not two groups of four come round the sides, uh, uh, round the pier entryway, and start firing in as well. Uh, any particular tactics or anything that you want from Talc's group, or are they just going to return fire? I think they're just going to return fire. I can't think of anything more interesting to do, and I think that's probably just what they that do, is what to they be honest. Do. No, fair enough. Yeah. Roll me into attack, and uh, the uh, attack will be rolled on them in turn. Uh, 17. 17. <laughs> now that's a 2. Uh, yeah, so that hits. The The mercenaries fire, but uh, touts... Uh, the spider tieflings, a uh, few of them do get hit, but they're pretty tough. They've, they've gone through quite a few... Uh, they, they literally come from a warrior culture. And uh, a number of Talc's group are actually using the half construct, uh, the the well, almost f- fully constructed ship as cover. They Brilliant. fire from secure positions, and uh, about uh, and three or four of the, I'd say, yeah, three of the mercenaries attacking go down, uh, which is enough to trigger a new morale check. Uh, seeing what's happening, the uh, about. Half of the room, about uh, about another three. I'm going to say, just see their chances and start running. So you can now. So those of you can see, and I'm going to say it's uh, the ones at the sides. So three of the mercenaries are now running for the streets. They have not yet. They're not yet out of sight. But you as player characters can see them running. Two to the east one to the west. So are they the ones that are currently left as far as we can tell? Uh, no, there are still there's still a group at the main entrance fighting. Mm-hmm. So there so there's still a pocket of resistance because they succeeded on the next morale check I rolled for them. Uh-huh. Uh, but the but there are now three as it were witnesses running trying to save their own lives. Cool. Uh, so top of the round, it's actually Celestia. Can I get to any of them with a dissonant whispers? Yeah. You got, running foot, away. you got sixty foot of range in it, and you can fly sixty feet. So you can uh, you could get the one going west. Uh, we're distant west is a single target, right? Yeah. Yeah. You could get the one going west easily enough. I'll say at this moment mm-hmm. that the, the captain has just been mobbed to death by tieflings and is awesome. gone. <laughs> so that's there's still three left. So there's three running away, and there's also a pocket of eight who are kind of like fighting at the double doors. Okay, are all the three separate? Yeah. So yeah. there's one group of two, one group of one. 
Oh god, do any of them look like they're running in a more dangerous direction? They are just fleeing, but like again, it depends whether you want to wipe out all witnesses. Do I care about witnesses? That's the question. Yeah. There's a lot of noise happening already, isn't there? Uh yeah, now gunshots have been fired, but like scattered gunshots, it's not it's like it's there's stuff that could be heard within a quarter mile, but Hard to tell exactly what's going on. I don't on. think I care about witnesses particularly. Okay, yeah, you, you, um, you can let them run. If you want to hit if you want to hit the last pocket of resistance instead, you can. I think that's more helpful. Yeah. You know? Um Are there any I could get within a fifteen foot cube? Almost all of them. Without hitting any of ours, obviously. Almost all of them. You just need to fly uh, like if it needs to be fifteen if it's thunderblade wave, you just need to be right next to them. And you mm-hmm. can fly up essentially above and next to them and Yeah, it's thunder down. wave. Yeah. Um I think, yeah, I want to fly near them. Yep. And I just want to say, time to give up. And on the word up, it goes... Nice. Um, And we do a thunder wave. I'm going to do a second level one. Yeah. Because, bugger it. (laughs) Uh, Just roll me damage. Okay, it's a a con save, but I don't know if you want to do it like that, because it's loads of people, so up to you. I'm going to... Uh, I, I'm gonna do like a like a group one. Okay. Um. Sorry, I'm just looking for another D8. There we go. Okay. Oksana's here apparently, <laughs> as always. always. Um, she pops up a lot. That's twelve I've rolled. Twelve. Okay. About half of them are just smack against the ground, pulping. <laughs> uh, gibbed. Half of them uh managed to brace themselves, and you hear the sounds of. Snapping bones and cracking. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that is enough to take out about half. About half of them. They are looking. They are very wavering. There's just four of them left now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at this point, they're they're on the verge of just breaking entirely. Um, I will let you do an intimidation check at that point. Okay. Cool. Uh, great. That is um, a lot. Hang on. Many. Uh, hmm. 21. Yeah. No, 22. Yeah. Sorry. You can see that right. at this point they start getting ready to just drop their weapons and run. Mm-hmm. Uh, the you do have, the, uh, If you wish to, you, the, there are a few turns before they actually get the chance to run, though. Uh, so, cause him. All right, oh, uh, for my movement, oh. I'd like to start moving back to the, the ship that we're yeah. leaving on. Got it. Because I assume cool. that's where everybody yeah. else will be going. Okay, Corzin. Corzin is going to attempt to uh, take down the two remaining guards in here as quickly as possible. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. Uh, I think, the, no, they've been taken out by tieflings at this point. The, uh, oh, you, okay, in which case he'll go after... Yeah, there's four... There's four so there's three, as I said, there's two... Uh, oh, yeah, there are the two that are escaping into the streets, though. Like, three titles. So if you want, so if you want to hunt down witnesses, you can, or you could... Uh, it, at this point, it's just, do you care about hunting down witnesses? Because if not, you can just let everyone run. Not particularly. I think if there's no immediate targets around him, he's going to... What actually were they using as chips? Um, they were literally... I'm, I'm going to say that they were using dried uh, banana chips. Aww. Oh, okay. Um, Cousin is going to um, look sort of quizzically at them and then fly up to the uh, the deck of the ship. And um, just looking at the, uh, the, the dry dock situation, yeah. 
is there a way we can um, open the floodgates, as it were, or blow them open? That's a good uh, point, actually. Yeah, honestly, like uh, a sing uh, a a well placed bomb would do it. Right. Um, I'm gonna ha have to go to Celestia to get uh, the bomb dried, but that will be what yeah. I will do. Okay. So that at this point, uh, the only question left is Scamp. Uh, are you feeling merciless? Are you inclined to let the ones fleeing run? I was considering opening the gate. Oh, or you can do that. What would you like to do? <laughs> <laughs> Fly up to Corson and go, which one's opening? Which one am I opening? That one down there. Fireball! Okay. <laughs> yes! Yeah, that'll do, that'll do it. Just roll damage. <laughs> All the D6s. Ten. Buckets of dice. 24. 24. That's doubled because we're vulnerable to fire because the amount of tar put into this thing. Oh yeah. The... <laughs> Normally this would blast outwards but because of the water pressure against it as you crack the key parts of the of the tarred wood they burst into flames it actually explodes inwards as a roaring <laughs> torrent of water bursts in. As this is happening as the roar of the sea comes to meet you, the pair of you look round and you see Celestia. So Celestia Stare. is laughing along with all of you because this is going so well. And then uh -huh. her expression just flattens. Like just no expression. Gets the eye out of the storm gets the eye of the storm out of her pocket. Looks at it. There's a very uncelestia like look on her face. There's no style to it. It's just dead. And she looks into it, and I guess I should let the DM take over with the narration at this point. Celestia turns the eye once, her eyes close, and when they open, there are there's no ten minute wait. There's just two pools of endless water, and I'm going to turn and I'm going to go back to Celestia for this bit. Celestia. The, you try to get to the surface, but you, no matter how hard you swim, it just stays away from you. You find yourself trapped, unable to leave. You scurry around, you fly, you try and find entrances, you try... What would you do, actually? Yeah, what do you do? Um, are there any bubbles around? Uh, there are bubbles around. They're not coming towards you in the way that they usually are. If I can't get up to the surface, I try and go for some bubbles. Okay, you and see if that flee can get me towards uh, the bubbles. Okay, thank you. You flee towards uh, some of the bubbles. As you get close to them, they move away from you, but you catch glimpses where you're able to get close. Most of them are only like flashes of colour. But as you struggle towards them, you see if few different things. In one you catch a glimpse of a ship made of black glass in a, a, a sailing or floating in what looked like a lake of liquid fire. You scramble past to it but nothing. You, you keep scrambling on. You swim. You see, catch a glimpse of a halfling with burning eyes stabbing someone you can't tell who in the back. Again. The bubbles float away. You swim past. It's impossible to tell times, but your arms are aching, for, uh, your limbs are aching from the effort. It feels like minutes, hours are passing. 
it almost feels like I, although these seem to be coming together quickly, it's like an hour is passing between each glimpse you're able to get. You think mm-hmm. it's hard; you can't tell time. In between, I keep trying to yeah. go for the surface as well, uh, and it's just not happening. You see in another a table of spiraling wood, like it's been grown into a spiral, uh, and gathered around it are brightly coloured humanoids that of a people you've not seen before with bird-like eyes with colourful irises and black sclera which would normally be white in human eyes and with some of them their hair is instead of hair is crests of feathers the bubble flees you you scramble past you see you catch a glimpse of a desiccated figure dried uh, face twisted with rage he has no eyes, just empty sockets where eyes should be, and has some sort of amulet or pendant you can't really tell around his neck. He seems to be seated on some sort of throne, but again, pff, the bubble floats away. You catch a glimpse of a pale-skinned, maybe human girl with dark marks on one side of her face, and stains of what seems to be soot or maybe black oil her hair is long and blazing red it flips away you see you catch a glimpse of a carriage with a gloved hand extending from it the last bubble you're able to get to to try get get a real coherent image you just see a crate with the mark of a five-pointed star on the side of it before that bubble goes too but then the surface begins to bubble and roil and you look up as someone something descends from it it looks almost like you but shimmering and reflective like a bubble in the shape of you but it has your eyes the bubble looks down and you can just see the quirk of a smile before it transforms into a stream of bubbles spiraling down and down and down into the darkness but above that that rippling that hole in the surface is closing i hurry you you struggle you swim up to it and you breathe in air (gasps) as to the rest of you celestia's eyes closes her eyes there's two pools of water they close again and suddenly, <gasps> you're holding the eye. You are standing on a, what looks like you're in some sort of dry dock. There are dead bodies around. Uh, there, there, there are, you recognize the spider tieflings, talc. Sco- uh, yeah, I'm on the yeah, deck of the ship You are on now, the deck of the I? ship. It is seven seconds later. And Scamp and Cosner there? Scamp and Cosner there. Where the fuck are we? How long are you missing? What? Uh, it's it's the fourth, isn't it? No, it's what? a week later. We're... It's uh, it's like a, a week? Fuck! It was like it was like an hour. Much of a week. Well, no, most of a week. Yeah. Okay, uh, we will explain. Oh, later, hang on. Is it is explain? it a calcinia week? Because you said seven uh, yeah, days. Yeah, it's seven. So it's like it's like most of a week. You're you're, okay. you're rounding up. Like if it was six days, you'd say a week. Yeah, yeah. you're you're rounding yeah. up. It's yeah. It feels like it's been about seventy minutes for you, maybe. Okay. Okay, I got stuck for an hour, but it's not it's not been a week. No, That's not okay. happening. 
Where the fuck are we? What's happening? As, uh, as you're saying this, uh, see, you see some of uh, uh, the tieflings are kind of sticking their heads into the water and waving, and a crew, and like 120 people, most of whom you, uh, who it takes you a moment to recognise as the extra crew, start climbing out of the water and up to this ship, starting to get things ready. Uh, especially now that the rapidly settling water is causing the ship to now float freely of its supports. Mm-hmm. We're getting out of here. Uh, you remember nothing since the fourth. <laughs> nothing. No, what? What's the fucking date? What date is it? Eleventh. Fuck. What? I thought we we're in the sending room. No. No, we're not. Okay. Well, where are we? I mean, is this is this the chocolate town? Is this that plan? Yes. Uh, that's not fucking the hell. Thing as who has been with us for seven causing, days? As this happens, you see this these the the the. the Rainbow Spirit, which has been just lax and lull this whole time, bursts into life. It seems frantic, panicking, uh, wreathing in panicked spirals around Celestia. As it does so, half a dozen spirits burst out of it, including the clamshell spirit and that pale eel spirit, and they flee in every direction. What the bloody what hell? The dick is going on. What was that? I saw that spirit earlier. You you helped us try and track it down. No time. No, I didn't. No, I haven't done no, anything. I haven't been here. Did. The last thing I remember is in the sending room on the fourth. We need to change the plan. That was like an hour ago. That was an hour ago. What's going okay. on? We need you to just hold it together for a second. We what do you need me to do? Just tell me what you need me to do. Celestia, we you need have to change all the of plan. your spells, by the way. I have you, all of them. Oh yeah, the Rainbow Spirit didn't use anything up. Okay, cool. Oh, <laughs> oh. shit, alright. Yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. It's useful, but Some, that's scary. Something else has been with us for seven days and it knows everything we're doing. What, what, we need to what? change the plan. What do you mean something else has been here? Was it, was it different? Did no, it hurt you? you? No, no, it was you. What? A bit weird, but... I don't understand. Right I don't understand what's happening here. Something has taken your place and we didn't notice. How did you not notice? Because it was you. Yeah, you it knew everything you knew. And... Uh, right, we've got to get out of here. We've got to get out of here, first and foremost. Yeah, you can see the crew is already rushing to start preparing the ship, to uh, re readying the mast to go up the moment it, they, they pull it out of the dock. Uh, they can, it's... T time is passing, but they're not being delayed. It feels like, uh, like things are, are are actually doing at a fair pace. I the... thought Celestia falls to her knees and has a panic attack. Yeah. That's what's yeah. happening. You watch as uh, the the spider tieflings gather up their weapons, Tout's group take up defensive positions. They are fortifying the exterior of this building. Celestia? What do we do? What does it know? Does it know everything? It knows everything, but what is it? We need to know what it is. I what don't do know. Remember? I was I was in the pool, like always, and I, I got stuck. I couldn't get out, and then a minute ago I saw this thing. It looked like me, but it was like a bubble. Um, You've been seen before there. Was it the same thing before? Uh, what happened? So we were... Um, it was the... the last one? It, it was the, the vision. We, we were looking at uh, the, 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 the we weapon... Die. We were looking at the weapon, and it was the vision where I—I I don't know if it told you. Uh, we were on metal ships. We—we yeah. um, yeah, all—we all died, and the kraken yeah. was there, and it looked at me, and time stopped. Okay, that's what's different. It didn't tell us the kraken saw you. And I—and I talked shit it's to it. Kraken. I 
I told it to fuck off. <laughs> and um, it was a, and then it was a kraken. We we spent seven days with the kraken. And then everything looked weird, <sighs> and I got stuck, and I I saw some stuff, but nothing, nothing present, nothing now, and so I couldn't why, get out. Why now? Why is it let you go now? I don't know. I mean, it's been it's been seven days. You said. Yeah. Yeah. I saw seven different things while I was down there. Could that be relevant? Uh, seven different bubbles no, of random shit? I, I don't know. I think um, you were seeing one a day, but that's not important. The point is it left you now. You didn't do anything different to make it to come back, did you? No. Did you find a way back or did it let you go? Uh, I don't know. It all just sort of stopped and it, it came back down. It, it was like it came down from the surface Okay, so where it I'd came, be. It let you go. What has happened in this moment that it was waiting for? I don't fucking know. Uh, we I'm just not asking got the you, ship. Don't worry, I'm sorry. The, the, the water came in. Uh, could the water be relevant? Is the Kraken here now? What are we talking? Okay, Corson is going to uh, do another um, primary level yeah. awareness. He would have done yeah, this you, beginning of the day, but just, he's going to do yeah. one you now. Pulse it. Yeah, Celestia's just you on her knees, clutching her head. Two sensors. Uh, one within a mile, one year, but outside of a mile of the of that roaring tide. Uh, okay, so that, one within six. That could miles. be the eye on the other ship, though. It probably is. Um, or it's not here. So it's not here. That's it's the main definitely thing. not here. Okay. Um, Which incidentally is to news to you, Celestia. What was that? Which incidentally is news to you that there is another there's eye. A second eye. Well, there's another eye. What? We, we think, think Vissalissa yeah. has one. Are you sure Vasilisa has? When did you when did you do the spell? We after, but it was that could be it. It could just be it could just been those those two because it no, was here. It was, no, it was more than a mile away. Okay, um, it was on another ship. What the fuck? What? Yeah, the night. I by know. the way, the night air is clear and warm. There is not a cloud in the sky. Okay. Well, there's, there's, there's not a storm. There's there's usually a no. storm, isn't there? If it's coming. Yeah. Usually. I, I still think if we can change the plan, we should, because it knows. All right. And it, if it's not now watching, but it what has been... What what was it doing? What did it want? More or less everything that um, uh, you normally would have been doing. It's That's why we a, didn't cut on on. It's been a bit... I mean, you were more interested in the ship than usual. I showed yeah. you cannons. Right. So it knows. it knows the ship, it knows the crew. I don't know what it said to anyone. Nothing that you wouldn't have said. Were you there the whole time? No, I suppose not the whole time, but... We should ask everyone Most of the when time. we're out yeah, of this. We'll, we, we'll need to to get, we need to get out of this. We need to get yes, out of the bay do. and fight. I mean, there is we're about halfway nothing. through getting the ship ready at yeah. this point. We're just waiting at this point. Don't don't worry. What the f- what, what's the plan? Done. What's the current... I don't know what we're doing. All right, okay, we're so getting this ship out of this dry dock. We are sailing it as far as we uh, can. The uh, Kraken's Bane is covering our retreat. And Visalissa is running interference. What's our destination? Uh, Ultimately, back almost uh, back to Omicidio, but is it uh, Ethel? Out of character, uh, is Ethel, it? who uh, who uh, who actually, as you say that, Ethel, who's looking over, calls. Uh, uh, doesn't seem to be really aware of your conversation, but does hear this. Goes, uh, yep, uh, once we make contact, uh, once we rendezvous with the others, uh, I believe uh, the captain is going to sail with us back to Omicidio, and you will go on your way. That was the plan, right? You need to get to, to what to, is it, Sanders Watch? Yes, I mean, that was yeah. the plan a week ago. Uh, that hasn't changed. 
Yeah, I'm not being funny. This plan with Chocolate Town had been talked about over a week ago. Yes, yes. it had been yes, talked about. Good, you only so finalised certain details uh, today. Today, yeah. pretty yeah. much, yeah. But the general plan was already worked out. I don't know. Should we? If if it knows, should we go back to Almost Idea briefly too, so that it's different? Uh, or should, I, I don't I don't know what to do here. I think that would make sense at least. We need to get somewhere far away and just talk to everyone at this point, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll have the chance on the way back to Almost Idio. I mean, I'm panicking, but I can send. All right. Um, um, is there anything we need to tell them in this moment, though? I, I don't know. I don't know we anything. I'm sorry. I'm really freaking out. I know. Don't, don't, you, you don't need to you do anything. Peer out. You... you can see that Brig, the, the t- both the Hesperidia and the Kraken Spain are already beginning to sail towards your location, getting ready to provide cover pulling within the focus of uh, within the range of the naval cannons but they, but at this point they've not they've not yet well they've hoisted certain sails but in the dark it's not yet visible that they're red right so there's so the naval fort is not immediately firing on them but you can see the patrol ship the two patrol ships uh, the cacao and uh, the uh, the other one are both heading towards them to sort of like the Karin. Karin, thank you. Yes, the chocolate and the cream are both uh, turning <laughs> to investigate. Okay, um, how is it such a good copy that you didn't notice? It's, it seemed like it knew everything you did. It, fucking hell, there's no way of telling if it ever happens now. again. If I'm ever we'll replaced again, you're not going to be able to tell. We will find a way. Right now is not the time. Yeah. Fucking hell. Oh, shit. Until we uh, figure out a way how to get uh, to sort this out, do not use the eye for anything. No, you're right. Uh, what's what's immediate? What do right. we need to do? We, we need to get this ship out. We need to change the plan or we need to stick to the plan. Well... If we st- the Thunder's Watch uh, is not as time sensitive as not otherwise that part it might of the be. Plan. I mean, this bit of the plan. Oh. The getting out. Has something been warned? Has some. There's, there isn't a storm. No, it doesn't have to be the Kraken, though. We don't know what it can do. Obviously not. Let's thread the needle between the, um, uh, the Kraken Spain and the, um, uh, the Hesperidia. Get as far away from here as possible. Let's stick to the plan for now. I think it's the safest option. Okay. I guess. I, I don't see how we can safely change it. No, not without putting lives at risk. Okay. As that, uh, uh, as you are making these decisions, the uh, there's a tap on the shoulder from uh, Ethel. Right, they are, they're going to pull the uh, uh, the crews are going to pull the ship out, but, uh, and they're going to raise the mast. The moment it's up, we need you uh, pu- uh, giving us some wind, Scamp. Okay. Causing yeah. it are going to do what you can to uh, assist them, but also um, yeah. there's, there's literally nothing you can do for Celestia other than yeah. just be there. As this is happening, yeah, she is still hear, knelt on the floor. Like you hear a call back from Talc. We've got. Uh, We've got a handful coming. Uh, uh, we've got a handful of uh, the local watch coming in. We're going to hold them off, and then we're going to jump on the boat as you go. Get ready! And there's the 
crack of exchanging scattered musket fire. The response is less coherent than Talc's concentrated barrage, which mm-hmm. is coming out, though. It sounds like you've only, attra- with the limited number of survivors, only one of the local militia groups has come to investigate. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a citywide alarm has gone off. Uh, so. Can I have a look around and see if anyone's acting suspiciously or any? Give me an insight check. Also, yeah. I Did I see where any of the nervous. spirits went? Ah, um, they seem 22. to go in every direction. Oh, shit. Uh, but there's no sign of them now. Uh, Twenty-three. I will keep an eye that? out for any. Twenty-two. Of them. Twenty-two. Okay. Uh, scanning around, it's it's hard to tell because there is a lot going on. Uh, and you're feeling kind of paranoid at the moment, but there's no nothing strikes out at you as suspicious except Celestia, who for obvious reasons is uh, freaking out right I now. I don't think Celestia's doing anything yeah. useful right yeah. now. Celestia? What? Could you send a little cause in, please, and just check he's okay? Why? Because you suggested he went on a different boat. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um... Shit. What, what, what do I say to him? I'm not with it. Um, little calls in. Are you all right? Everything okay? Just checking in. Okay, thanks. I just sent. Celestia, we're fine. I'm fine. What's going on? Is Pa okay? Are you okay? Uh, do you need me to tell Captain Briggs something? Um, he sounds fine. He's asking if we need him to tell Briggs anything and if you're okay and stuff. That sounds pretty normal to me, but fuck. Okay, right. That's one thing we're definitely going to change. As soon as we're in range of the uh, of the Hesperidia, I'm getting yeah, my son I'll, back. I'll go fetch him. I'll go fetch him as soon as we're in re- as I can. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I mean, he's going to be really worried. Do you want me to send back? Um. Yeah. Tell him we'll be with him soon. Tell him to get somewhere safe and hide a little bit. Yes. Uh-huh. Things could get loud. Also. Should I ask him to tell me where? What? I'm, n- you can cast suggestion, can't you? How yes. long does that last? Eight hours. Okay. It's uh, it's concentration. So. It is okay. Okay. Well, I don't know if it could be concentrating, but I'm not. If that helps, I do have to focus on it. No, it can't be because you, it casts the illusion upstairs. What illusion? It was concentrating. That you the, did an illusion. The illusion. The, the, is, the, the, the apparent fire the has gone. Okay, I mean, there's... I'm not concentrating on anything right now, so... I, and I, it concentrated while it's here. No one on that ship is under a suggestion. Okay. That's the main thing. I just... Covering bases. Oh, I feel sick. So I, I'm going to go cast a controlled wind. All right. Do, do that. Um, I'm going to send a little cause in again before I lose it. Yeah. You gather together uh, as that you're doing this that the, there is a, a desperate sort of urgency matching your own to the pride spirit mm-hmm. uh hide somewhere safe let me know where uh scamp coming to get you take you back to krakensbane uh keep safe we're all fine <laughs> okay i'll be in Captain Briggs's cabin. Uh, be safe. Bye. He's uh, he's in Briggs's cabin. All right, that's as safe as we can make him for now. But oh, sweet, 
spirit will if, if I've got him hurt by fucking around with this the fucking magical artifact, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. With a cre- mm. heavy creaking of ropes as they set it into place, uh, these, uh, a lot, after one last barrage, Tolk and, this, uh, uh, and uh, the spider tieflings and the uh, G- uh, Goldtown uh, pirates all begin piling up onto the ship. Ethel looks at you. Right. Sin now or never. I cast controlled winds. There is a burst of wind as the sails quickly raised billow outwards and the ship takes off like a speeding bullet uh, into the water. You successfully managed to do this without raising any of the alarms uh, up to this point. So you are able to move very quickly. In fact, you're able to move just quickly enough. So the two ships uh, that are uh, in pursuit suddenly realize what's happening. The coastal fort realizes what's happening and I think they uh, and they move to fire. During this phase uh, you have independent action if you want it but a lot of the time while you're on the ship you won't really necessarily be able to take it. Uh, so I will ju- so Causing, I'm going to give you control of the uh, Kraken's Bane for choosing its actions. All right, excellent. Uh, you are in long range of the uh, of the coastal fort. You're currently in long range of the two uh, ships, but they are moving to uh, to gain towards you. I will say that they will both fire one. The cacao fires on you. The Krem fires on uh, the Karim fires on the Hesperidia, and the I'm just going to roll odds evens, and the coastal fort fires on you as well. So, just rolling for this as the fire, ships fire. <laughs> okay, the hitting the armor class of. All right, uh, the uh, the uh, the Karim. Uh, launches a broadside disadvantage against the uh, Hesperidia. From a distance, you watch as there is a as a blast as a handful of the uh, of the uh, cannonballs do manage to impact the Hesperidia, uh, which proceeds to take yeah, uh, which proceeds to take about uh, 200 points of damage. The hull is momentarily is riddled by the strots. But the Hesperidia is well built. uh, It can take that sort of damage and keep firing. At the same time, the Kraken's Bane, veering suddenly to get its own, uh, itself into position, uh, is also under attack. Uh, the first shot, a handful of shots do glance off the bow, uh, but because of the because of the reinforcements to the ship, yes. it's a much less damaging uh, strike than it otherwise would be. Uh, the Kraken's Bane takes seventy points of damage. Okay, uh, you uh, keep track of the total hit points there. Yep. Okay. Uh, the coastal fort can only fire half of its guns at once but they are but they are of a much higher poundage uh, than is usual so those that do fire however firing with disadvantage they overshoot actually important point yes. um 
Would the Kraken's Bane have been repaired entirely since the last uh, battle? It has been repaired entirely. Yeah, okay, good. Just double-checking that. Yeah. Uh, You are, at this point, I will say, for the sake of convenience, 2,000 feet from the Karim and uh, the Cacao uh, in this uh, this fight. You are also uh, about 1,500 feet from the dry dock, where the ship is now sailing quickly towards you at full speed. In fact, actually, yeah, it will be with you in just about two two minutes. Uh, sorry, it will be, you, I should say, will be with the Kraken's Bane in two minutes. So, uh, Kraken's Bane, what, do you, what does the Kraken's Bane wish to do? Okay, the Kraken's Bane is going to um, maintain its course, um, veering off only to bring its weapons to bear at the lead patrol ship. Got it. Okay, so you're gonna you're you're veering off. You're kind of maintaining distance rather than moving in to get closer. Yeah, maintaining distance. Advantage. Got it. Okay, so I'll say that the lead ship is the cacao. Uh, so make a make a broadside. Uh, so I'm uh, so again you're choosing actions, but uh, as is my standard, I will give firing power to Scamp if you want to take that role. Yes, I do not think I have the stats. Uh, that's all right. Okay, we um, have the, the it would be uh, Apple Blossom. <laughs> yeah, Apple Blossom. So if you want to just give him the plus. It's plus eight. Plus eight. Uh, that is a 27. Yes. Yes. Okay, you fire a direct hit against the Kareem, uh, dealing 330 damage off the bat. <laughs> Jesus, hello. Every <laughs> one of your shots. <laughs> That's my boy Elton. Uh, blasts into it. That is easy. That is enough to take the Kareem uh, below half uh, of its uh, hit points. It is uh, with that much hull damage. It is immediately slowed uh, and starts lagging in the water. It's still kind of moving forwards in pursuit, but now it's no longer the lead ship. Um, I think that uh, the uh, that, that the Hesperidae would actually have taken the same target uh, because it was focused on uh, trying to do the ship that just hit it. It would have done the same thing, so I'll fire an attack for them. Oh, you are at long range. Can I ask you to roll again because it would be with disadvantage? Oh, there's there's pretty good odds though with that plus eight that you'll still do a full hit. My apologies. That's my 17. bad. Seventeen. Yeah, that's still enough damage. Uh, these things are not terribly well. Uh, uh, they're not horrendously well armored. It is. Yeah, three hundred and fifteen. It's enough for you to get the for you to get the hit in. Uh, so it's enough to take them down to below half. Okay. So uh, with that in place, they're going to do the same. Uh, unfortunately, the Hesperidia misjudges its turning, uh, and all of the shots go wide. You were able to buy time, though, another two minutes for the ship, uh, for for the new unnamed prize ship to come up next to the Kraken's Bane as you're making the turn, uh, and the three of you are able to quickly scramble up onto your lead ship. The uh, I'm gonna go via the Esperidia because yeah. we need to get little cores back. Fl- yeah, you. Uh, do you still have flight on yourself? You'll have to cast it again if you want to uh, fly. It's ten minutes. Oh, it's ten minutes. It's so... been. Oh no, it's ten concentration. Minutes. Oh, is it concentration? It's concentration oh, right. then you're fine. Yeah. 
you fly. You all able no, to fight. It, no, it's gone because I concentrated on uh, the wind. That's true. Oh yeah. So yeah. Okay. So I will dimension door onto the ship. Yeah. You grab little, get hold of little cores, and then scurry across uh, back over uh, as well. So you're able to get them all back onto the ship. As that's happening, the forts, which can reload uh, quicker uh, quicker than you can, are able to take another shot. Uh, Cores and stay within arm's reach of me. Hang on, what ship is Little Cores on? I'm so confused. So the little ship is now on the Kraken's Bane. You're all on the Kraken's oh, okay, Bane. Right. We're all on the Kraken's okay. Bane together yeah. at this You're point. You're all on the Kraken's Bane cool. together in the minute that it's taken for them to reload and everything. So the fort uh, fires a shot. Uh, I imagine can I somebody... Can D4s of this? Can I bend fate? Yes, you can bend yeah. fate on, on, on these. Somebody probably had to okay. pull Celestia to the Kraken's yeah. Bane because she ain't doing well. Yeah, She's Celestia not is yeah. a bit catatonic right now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, poor fate by all means. Um, well... If it's worth doing. Is okay. It? Um, you so as the shot fires though, um, I roll that with disadvantage. I would like you to roll me a d100 though, because oh, something no. because the way fate is has decided Fickle. to intervene. <laughs> um, ooh. sixteen. I feel like that's bad. 16. I feel like all of them are bad. Uh, you feel as as the as you hear an explosion come from the fort, as two of it as one of its gun ports misfires so badly that a cannon explodes. <laughs> you feel a sudden surging of just health and vitality within yourself. Huh. The next minute you regain. What a waste. Yeah, you just get a whole bunch of uh, free healing. Which expires within Fit. the next minute, and the remaining shots do miss. Uh, so the Kraken's, but so the Kareem, as you'll make kind of making, you begin making your retreat. The Kareem is has only sluggishly been able to start moving forwards. Uh, but sorry, the the, the cacao, but the Kareem uh, is has been able to keep pace and is closing uh, on. Uh, has, has been able to close momentarily almost to short range with the Hesperidia while you've been buying time. So it will, so it's going to run a, it's going to fire just a straight shot against the Hesperidia. So you can bend fate on this if need be. Um, and you feel like, okay, so your guts are telling you that this is likely to be a glancing hit, but it will be a hit uh, unless you intervene. Right as well. Oh, minus four. It's enough. Just something about the he winds are heavy and the w they turn momentarily. It's enough to blow the handful of cannonballs that would have struck the Hesperidia off target. Uh, fun fact: this does mean that the Hesperidia, and should you wish to to uh, turn to take advantage of it, the Kraken's Bane can be within short range for the uh, next hit. The Kareem will take a shot against the Kraken's Bane at disadvantage, though. Uh, because it is some distance away, uh, and it does manage a glancing blow of another 70 points of damage. Everybody brace! Uh, due to the to, to the hits you have taken, though, uh, I'm just keeping track. You have also taken seven casualties, which we will deal with after the battle. Mm -hmm. Okay. They have enough healing that that's not horrifying thus yeah. far. Touch wood. So... Uh, yeah. So, do you want to? Uh, uh, so, yeah. The the uh, the Karim is now within short range of uh, both ships. I know what Briggs would is do, and you can see the you can see the Hesperia turning to fire. All right. 
A decent hit from both of us could sink them. Okay. So Bring you... us about. Uh, Alton, quotation marks, can I have a, a shot from you? <laughs> Straight shot this time. Oh, ten. Ten, okay. Uh, can I bend luck on that? You can, because it's not technically you doing it. Alton, old pal, don't it's, let me down. I'll add two, that's not much. Two. So it's twelve. Twelve it makes actually a fair bit of difference, because uh, the armor class is fourteen, and you do more damage based on that. So, uh, what, uh, so checking the thing, you do 105 points of damage. Ship armor classes are so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I really like how it works. Like, like you, like you, you still hit a bit. It. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fun. So, uh, it's pointing cannons yeah, directly at a really big thing. It makes sense, yeah. doesn't so it? The, <laughs> the Kareem uh, is fully uh, intact. Uh, the, the Kareem is, is buffeted by the handful of cannon balls that do strike it. Uh, unfortunately, Alton's counterpart on the Hesperidia uh, is just not having a great day today. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. And they only manage to pull off an additional uh, yeah, like an additional 30 points of damage as a couple of the cannonballs pff, do manage to strike. Okay. What rating are these ships? Uh, so these are fifth rates. They're kitted out similarly to the Hesperidia. Okay. Uh, so they're quite fast and nippy. That said, uh, you have way an- faster. Yeah, you have another lull. So the now that now that Scamp is not providing a wind burst, though, the unnamed ship is can only flee at normal speed. So you've either got to, so you can try and lead off. Uh, so you've got an option here. The you get signals. Actually, I'll say that signaling comes from the Hesperidia. Uh, Briggs is planning to. Uh, Briggs will cover these. Uh, will escort the prize ship off if you're willing to lead the Kareem away as a target. Agreed. Okay. You pull Feel away. sensible. Uh, do you want to stay within short range of the Kareem to present a better target, or do you want to get out of its short range? Uh. How bad does the Kareem look? The Kareem is much less injured. The Kakao is the more de- is the more heavily shattered one. Oh, okay. But the Kakao also can't catch up to you and get into short range. So it can still right. attack you from it's long limping. range, but, it right, is, yeah. but it's limping. Okay. Basically, we need to get the Kareem what limping. What is short range again? Just What's the distance on uh, it? Short range is 1,500 feet, um, yeah. and long range is up to 6,000. I was going to say, um, that's still well out of... Um... Uh, Molly's sniping range, isn't it? Yeah, Molly's sniping will co- is, mo- is more likely to come into effect in the event of a boarding action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, figured. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, if you wanted to make a boarding action and try and steal one of these, <laughs> you're welcome to. Oh God, is guards and wards <sighs> up? Nobody knows. Um, <laughs> it is still up. You can confirm. And Corzin, you are relieved to find that the password is still working. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. All right. Well. But that... I have a six-level spell. Yes. That's super weird. Cool. Well, it's before the rest, but oh, yeah, so yeah. it's still weird. So. All right. Um, yeah, I'm gonna try and well, I'm gonna uh, give the order to um, plot a perpendicular course to the uh, cream, give, uh, giving him a um, getting him in line for a bro- another broadside, and also cutting them physically off from the other two retreating ships. Okay, you get you get ready to pull a gre- an Admiral Grenville. 
Uh, so <laughs> that is yeah, that's going to open you up to fire from uh, the the Kareem. Uh, the Hesperides pulling back. It does lull just long enough to take a disadvantage shot. Uh, Has my um, inspiration gone by this point? I think it's, it's, it's been ten minutes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. So uh, you're going to get some re- re- uh, some return fire as the one ship that's easiest within range. So you get one shot from the fort at disadvantage. Uh, another gunport blasts. They've rolled Jeez. two natural ones in a row. I mean, the Hesperidia is having a bad day. Yeah, They're having an I'm gonna awful say that, day. I'm going to say that the, the first gunport went and a fire has broken out yeah. and clearly oh, made shit. it to the yeah. power, powder stores for the next one. Uh, yeah, in the distance you see the basilisk peeling away from its own fight. Now that they are sufficiently out of the way, uh, it's completed its own its mm. own distraction. Small question: Do yeah. I have the uses of my inspiration? Yes. Cool. Yeah, because it wasn't the because uh, it was never the uh, wasn't the, me, the pride yeah. spirit being doing any of it. Yeah. Oh, that's horrifying. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. So I hate awful. it so much. Uh, the so yes, uh, so the cacao is going to take a shot at you with disadvantage, uh, but pff, they all go wide. And finally, the Kareem, as a straight shot, is going to try and load a broadside into you. Uh, that is. Can I take a D4? You can take a D4 off it, yep. Yeah. Minus four. Ooh, yes. nice. Uh, again, this D4 is as it's really going, nicely. the wind just shifts completely for a, just for a few, uh, just for like a minute, uh, enough to knock the handful of cannonballs that would have struck you out of the way. You are. I just keep burning up spell slots to get sorcery points back, just so you know. Yep. Worth it. <laughs> I mean, a minute, so like, oh, yeah. minutes are oh, passing yeah. between these exchanges, so it's, you you easily can. Uh, yeah, it's a bonus action anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. so, yeah, uh, uh, Alton, roll your attack against the Kareem. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> It's a straight shot. Um, oh, um, 16. 16 will hit, uh, so it's armor class plus 2, which for the Kraken's Bray Bane does 245 damage. Uh, Excellent. And that is enough Kraken's to brain, take yeah. it solidly uh, under half hit points. The Kareem, you watch as one of the masts just crumples with the rigging, uh, the rigging shattered. Set, uh, there are holes in the in the hull, and the Kareem begins to lump, to limp. You are now you're uh, you, uh, at this point. Vig calls to you uh, 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 to you. Captain, if we turn now, they'll probably they'll maybe get one more shot at us, and then we'll be well out of range. All right, bring us about. I want every inch of sail on the wind. Okay, you get one last shot. Not even from the uh, uh, from. I'll do a control wind. Say, one well. from yeah. What, actually, with the control wind in the way, pff, you are easily able to get, get. There's two final shots. The cacao isn't even able to get in range to fire at you, but the fort gets one last shot. Actually no, yeah, the the fort is you you peel out range of the fort, so it's just the uh, the Kareem. Uh, the Kareem, however, uh, looks like it's, it is going to be able to hit. Can I do the? D4? Yep, go for it. <laughs> Bad no, all the The wind shifts, but it's a little bit more sluggish uh, than before. Because I'm busy concentrating on my yeah. wind. Because uh, you're fo- busy focusing on the wind, and it is able to get a much more solid hit. About half of the balls uh, do manage to strike, uh, and the Kraken's Bane uh, takes uh, a more solid 
pounding 245 points of damage. Ooh, we're still above half. Um, hang on, massing. Uh, you with your 700. Uh, 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 with your seven hundred yes, points, we should be. you should be just above just. half. Oh, we're just about okay. Yeah, you are able to keep. Yeah, the, that's yeah. a hundred. That's three eight five. If I'm uh, yeah. getting that correct. Uh, yeah, we are just above half. Two, three. However, the uh, you roll. I rolled lucky for you there. You you take another nine casualties, taking you to sixteen. Uh, with the but that's enough to pull you out. I know that with the number of spell slots you have left. You uh, uh, combined with our Jin, you should be able to save everyone. Yeah, yeah. Jin and Shutler um, are going to have to work out. Yeah, <laughs> you. Uh, the casualties are pulled down to the to the hospital where uh, uh, our Jin and uh, uh, and um, Heinz. Heinz yep, Heinz. Thank you. And Heinz Aww, are busy. Cute little apprentice. Uh, Bless yeah, him. Heinz. Yeah. You see, just has this like emotionless if slightly terrified like with with fringed with terror kind of features on is he just like arms deep in blood but like very functional like it's just mm. dealing yeah, uh, as soon as it is clear that uh, the other two ships cannot yeah. um uh, uh reach us i'm going to call molly down from the um uh, uh, yeah. The crow's nest. Give her the wheel. Go down to the sick bay and put as much healing as yeah, I can into anyone. As the moment when you actually pull, when Alton, you hear Alton call up, "Wait, we're out of gunning range now." There is a cheer yeah. from the ship and from the other ships in the distance as well, as you successfully have pulled off at least this part of your mission. Mm. And that, I think, is where we may take our break. So we'll see you for the aftermath of this after these, no doubt, important messages. And now for a word from our friends over at The Roaring Trainers. Welcome to the Roaring Trainers Canto in the Jazz Age, a real play, 5e, D&D podcast set in a 1920s Pokemon world. Follow Wesley, Sundoran, Atticus, and little Abby as they meet new friends, discover new Pokemon, and explore the landscape on their Pokemon journey. With mature themes, funny jokes, and sometimes dark storylines, the Roaring Trainers is a story for those of us who grew up on Pokemon and are looking for a Pokemon adventure that grew up with us. Follow them on Twitter and find them on any podcasting app by searching The Roaring Trainers. took everything from us, Abby. I don't know who they are. I know the Red Rocket, but I don't know what that means. I just, I gotta find out though. How am I supposed to beat all the gym leaders if I don't have any more Pokemon and if I can't win any battles? Fail more. The more you learn, the better you'll get. Everything in life is just an experience. It's all data. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Roaring Trainers, Kanto in the Jazz Age. Want to serve your country? Not a fan of conversation? Want to sit back and like, rate, share, and subscribe to Flintlocks and Fireballs while the skeletal forms of your fallen comrades do all the work? Then join the Reclamation Regiment. We need soldiers with stiff upper lips to lead our stiffs into battle. With great pay and promotion prospects, this is no dead-end job. Necromantic conditions apply. And welcome back. 
As cheers of celebration break out, there is a focus to the next hour or so of sailing away before the three, the now uh, three ships come together and soon after are joined by a fourth, having made its own circuitous journey. As you all kind of make your way just out into deeper into the sea to have your offshore meeting. Gathering together... There are uh, there is much cheering and jubilation amongst those present, for the most part. And knowing this is coming, I'm just going to ask what the three of you want to do in the hour before the ships meet. Have I talk. don't move until someone comes and gets me yeah. from the place where I'm sat, frozen. You need quarters now. What? Gentler causing. We'd, we could do with a chat before everyone gets here. Yeah, we need to fill you in on sure. what's happened, if okay. nothing else. And we need to work out what we're going to do next. Yes. Right. You so I guess we, we to, go to the quarters. You head to yeah. Colson's quarters and begin your brief, debrief interrogation. Not clear. All right. So, after you were scrying on that particular event, you told us that essentially what you yeah you had told us, except for the fact that apparently the Kraken saw you and then time stopped, and shortly after that, we were well. I caught sight of a um, a type of spirit that I. I'd not seen before going away from the ship. I th- and it was the same type of well, one of the spirits that um, came out from uh, the rainbow spirit after you, and he sort of points kind of impotently at Celestia, meaning actual Celestia returned. She kind of reflexively crosses her arms defensively. The rainbow spirit, which is still skittish and uncertain pauses for a moment and brushes a reassuring tendril against you but still is very very skittish I again don't really move I am so so sorry Celestia we there was no way to know what whatever it was did such a good impression of you. How did you had not know? To... It had your magic, it had your memories, it had your personality. Everything. Was there nothing? No sort of tells? Nothing that it wasn't me? <sighs> How could you that, two um... not tell? You know me it like no one else does. Want... It didn't seem to want anything that wasn't consistent with what you would want in that situation. I mean, thinking back on it now... Did I talk to Leah during that time? No. You had had dinner with Leah. I flew you over. Oh. Fucking hell, what? Is she alright? Have you talked to her since? Yeah. Uh, well, I came and picked you up. She was fine then. Fucking hell. What? What does it want? What is this? 
I don't it know. It talked to the crew. It learnt about the ship. It learnt about our allies. I want to throw this we fucking eye to... of the storm over the side of the ship, but the world is going to end, so we need to be able to see the future. So we're yes. stuck with it. Yeah. So we talk right. to people, we find out what you've said to them recently. Yeah, we ask what's... Uh, what you, uh, you've had... You've been asking them um, if it's been particularly like trying to probe for information. There was an incident, like Scamp said, with the uh, the cannons. But if it if it was in in my head, yeah, could I be able to remember something with the right kind of help? I don't I, know. I mean, I was elsewhere, but this is this is my body, right? Yeah. Are there memories in never... here? You've swapped places with people before and never been able to bring... I know, but I haven't tried, back. have I? How would we try? I don't know. Must be we something, wasn't there? Mind. No, I can't. It's a real fucker. And we can't scry. I feel sick. All right. Seven fucking Until... days. Yeah. Fuck. It had lots and of the... chance to hurt us, though, and it didn't. Yeah. Which is also worrying. Did it That's sleep? Did it, it eat? So... Did it do all yes. normal stuff? It did everything you would have done. Maybe that's what I should have noticed. It slept, slept better than you did. Your cuffs. You, you stop breaking your cuffs. Yeah, they look better. better. I thought you were feeling better. <sighs> Alright. Until we've got some way of working out what on earth this was and what happened. No more scrying. Wasn't planning on it, darling. Simple. No, obviously, but... We need to warn Clara. Did I talk to yes. Clara? No. Like, no. Not that, we, not that we know of, but she has an eye. This can happen to you, it can happen to her. Yeah, hers is in this, a lead that's box. That's the thing. So right. she's, not, she's not started this yet. One of the things we established while you were elsewhere is that there is another eye of the storm within, at the time, six miles of this place, and the only place it could have been was on the Basilisk. Well, then we should talk to Vasilisa. It's yeah. probably hers, isn't it? Who else is going to have one? It would make sense. Um, she doesn't know that we have one, at least not unless uh, she happened to get exceedingly lucky and was looking for it while well, you happened to be in the um, the, the scrying room I mean her ship's sanctum as well so we can't um, uh, confirm that it's her but well, we realistically the last time she was the person who had it was scryable didn't we yes and that was in the that was, uh, that was the her. temple in Kabir and did you do that about to be honest, three days ago. Yeah, you don't remember doing it, therefore it wasn't you, so we don't know any of it was true. Yep. 
We can't trust anything that was scryed on. We also uh, tried scrying on a number of different locations uh, in and around Sunder that... Um, oh, that was a waste of time, wasn't it? How the fuck have... did you not know? Because it was you. It wasn't yeah. me, it was sleeping. I don't sleep, you know that. <sighs> You've been unpredictable recently. Sometimes your behaviour changes and we just... We don't immediately go a Kraken's taken over. No. This is... I'm sorry, Celestia, this was just... This broadsided us. We should have done better. But until we figure out exactly what this is and what happened, we've got to try and take every precaution we can to ensure that it doesn't happen again. What precautions? How can we make sure it doesn't well, happen again? I've been swapping with people basically at random. This one happened when I scryed. Hmm. How do you know not know how do you not how do you know that I've not changed back already? How do you know it isn't me right now? How do you know it's not still here looking at you with me? We don't. The It doesn't feel like it's here, but that's what it would say. No. I know. What about a truth spell? Could, do Could that, that work on something like this? Or would we kn we'd know if it didn't, wouldn't we? I don't know. We'd know if it was resisting. Or would we? I'm sure there's Unless it chose it. to deliberately um, uh, surrender to it. I feel like I've read something about maybe you can. Like there are things that can trick it. I mean, the the spirits. Sure right. The spirits it was using, they left, didn't they? Yes. Yes. That's something. I saw them leave. They went in all directions. I, I wish there was a way to. Where was the Where was the pride spirit during all of this? Because it wasn't with me. It pride was with bristles across your shoulders. They were inside of it. Yeah, I like think... Like a parasite. Ugh. I'm going to go throw up now. I go throw up over the side yeah. of the ship. And the Sprite Spirit rumbles. And okay, thinking back on it, how many other spirits came out of the Rainbow Spirit when they left? You saw about six. Yeah, you want to say Six. Six. All right, Celestia. When you were scrying, I did you, you followed see? Me after throwing up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Celestia, when you were scrying, did you see any other spirits anywhere? Anything you looked at? Did I? Plenty. The only times you like, you, there are so many spirits just like casually around. I don't mention them. The only times you didn't see spirits were when you were looking into the far future. Everything except the future has the same amount of spirits as everything else does. All right. It's Except just, the, I, the end of I, the world stuff. There's none there. All right. Well, I saw one of the ones that came out of you earlier tonight, uh, a couple of days ago, moving very, very fast away from the ship and then back to it. When you we, cast that spell. What, like ascending? It fled when you, 
No, you did the the thing where you touch the floor and go, oh, and then there's... It fled from it. Yeah. So huh. obviously it was going to... Right. He's going to cast... Actually, uh, would he have uh, the spell slots left to do this, given all the healing? Yeah, you got a couple spell slots And left. also, you've been uh, doing this all week, because yeah. you do it every morning, don't you? Yeah, I would do it as a matter of course every day at this point now. Mm. So, um, Corson is still going to do it, though. Yeah, um, just in case. Pulsing out, you get the same readings you got this morning. Right, I am stood on the deck right now. Sorry, I I didn't catch that, Skimp. Sorry. Um, There's no sign of any spirits, like, fleeing, like, the first time. No. You're keeping an eye out for it, uh, causing an Celestia. You don't see anything like that happen. Damn it. Alright, whatever it was, it was a spirit that can hide, but obviously would be detected by um, whatever this is. So... This makes no sense. No, it doesn't. If it's the Kraken, what does it want? If it isn't, what the fuck is it? It knows everything. And how did it manage to swap with you? I don't know, I saw it, like I say, it was it was like me, but a bubble, but it had my eyes, like my real eyes. Did it look like um, it was itself a spirit? A good question, DM. Um, you've never seen a spirit in the place where the bubbles are, so it's hard to tell. If there was a spirit, it's not usually in that sort of in-between space I go to. Most spirits you've seen have not been humanoid, and they certainly haven't been weirdly reflective replicas of you. Mm-hmm. Coulson, have you ever seen a spirit that's a person? Because I haven't. Especially not one that looks precisely like me, except reflective. Yeah, alright, so... With real eyes as well, you know? Not like any spirit I've seen if it was. Doesn't mean it isn't, yeah. but... Alright. Did it talk did it talk to anyone? Everyone. Everyone. It was you but a little more social. Like you were trying hard to be to get back into things. Yeah. Whatever it was, it was incredibly intelligent if it was able to um, pass itself off as you so convincingly when you've so. been seen before in a scry what it was was it the kraken each time was it what was it that was seeing you big yellow eye I assumed it was the kraken and this time it was because this is the first time we've scried on the kraken isn't it it's the first time it's been in a vision it's been in in the pool in the in-between space before it's not been in what we were looking at. I um, I, I gave you. it lip. Maybe it got pissed off. Yeah. Huh. Or curious. It's old. It's the way you survive is you gather information. Yeah. That's what we do. And this we learn does as much as possible. 
This does rather validate my theory that it's... It's incredibly intelligent and it's treating us, and I mean people in general, as... Like... What you're going to say is animals. it's farming us. Well, yes. We know that. This is different. This is different to what it's been doing. Yeah. We don't know that. We don't know that it hasn't been doing this anyway. We know it learns about the places. It chooses places that can sustain it. It chooses how much to attack. It gets that information somehow. If these eyes are connected to the Kraken, which is our um, best guess at this uh, point, it seems reasonable to uh, presume that the Kraken has at least access to the uh, the abilities that this thing bestows on its users. So, that being the case, we've changed history already. It will have noticed us, probably due to that alone. We might not be in a position right now, but um, certainly from what you told us in the um, uh, in the vision, we may potentially at some point be in a uh, position where we are actively a threat to it. So, trying to gather information about us would make sense. And if it can scry, there's no reason it can't just look back at our entire histories, all of us, and learn enough to replicate our behaviour. Hmm. I think it must be to do with the eye, though. Oh, yeah. Because otherwise it'd go for you, wouldn't it? You're more powerful. I look at Scamp. No. You've got weird no. magic that nobody else has. If it was going to go for somebody, it'd... If it, if it wasn't to do with the minds. eye. What? If, if you were looking for information, if you were looking to learn, you'd take you. you can yeah, that's people. right. You can look in their minds, you can understand them, you can manipulate people. They have a point. Anyway, it it came through the eye. I don't think this is something it can just necessarily do all over the place. No. I think it needs an in of some kind, and we open the door. And now we can't shut it that again. It doesn't mean it's not. We don't. We don't know that. But I don't know how we learn, either. Olga had one. No. Yes, oh, and... That's another thing. What? That's another scry that... I asked you to scry on Olga. Why? She may have been a little more involved in my family history than I previously thought. Oh shit, what? how so? Victory knew her name? Huh. She tried to get... She wanted an apprentice. Not not Victory, but Vasilis. So. And when she said no, she... Probably killed the entire bloodline. Other than us. Olga was always one for holding a grudge. Fuck, I'm sorry, Scamp. Oh, I just... I wanted to know if she was, wasn't still with here. I'd check for you Sorry. now, but that'd be mental. No. Don't. I'm not That's I'm why not I ask Corzin to check for... I asked Corzin to check for, for Olga, which is why he did the Roar spell, and, and why we saw the spirit in the first place. Yeah. 
Did the rainbow spirit not look weird or anything? Not at all. Well, I it can't looked see like it normally it does. I mean, and I'm not misrepresenting it there. It, it looked within reason of uh, what it I've seen it before. It entirely normal, but now that you're thinking back on it, make an insight check. Okay, yep. Natural one, but lucky. Yeah, you were on right, a lot of insight. Yeah, um, 18. It feels completely smack. The rainbow spirit lashes out and just smacks you across the face. It passes through you, Corzin, but you just Ugh. get like a shock. And you suddenly realise, no, for the last seven days, the rainbow spirit has been... like Normally the rainbow spirit is like dancing around or moving or reacting in, to... to uh, Celestia's mood a lot. So when Celestia is down, it's more comforting and put around her like a cloak. When it's when she's in a better mood, it tends to be more active and flicking around and dancing. But for the last seven days, it is just being quiet and still, just like resting on their shoulders. Like not completely, not but a completely, bit lethargic. but lethargic. Yeah. Ever since the scribe, <sighs> it's been lethargic. It's been slower than usual, but I kind of put that down to the fact that you were knackered. Been knackered before? Did well, been yeah, like that but before? it was a lot of scrying. Right. There we All go, right. then. Well, now that's we something to look out for. Yeah, we, we, um, we have at least... Some beginning of a um, uh, of a visual change we can look for, other than um, say the... we. I can't see a thing. I'm sorry. And clearly you're Again, not going to notice. I, I look at Corzin. Corzin looks kind of shamefaced. We didn't this time. I'm sorry, Celestia. I. I let you down. But. But what? But I promise you, I am going to find a way to ensure this doesn't happen again. How? What is this find a way bullshit? I know you're the king of fucking positivity, but you have no fucking control here. This is not like this is... anything we'd heard of before. Don't, don't a attack him like this. It's not fair. This is awful. This is a terrible situation, but how would you, how would he know? The spirit acts a bit differently. That doesn't mean you don't assume, oh, possessed. No. But I think what you were saying before, that we all have uh, abilities that are abnormal Unusual. in some way. We were all together in the, um, in the final... Uh, vision that you saw with the eye. Yeah, all dead. 
Doesn't fucking work. Well, I'll say uh, again what I said then. We have seen and experienced the fact that the future is not set in stone. It can be changed. And the... Maybe we just shouldn't be fucking with the Kraken. Maybe that's what we learned from this. Maybe the Kraken is not something you fuck with. I think that genie's out of the bottle now, don't you? Like it or not, we're knee-deep in this. <laughs> you might be knee-deep. I've been fucking over my head for a week, causing. Mm. Did you get a sense of what was keeping you there? No, just couldn't reach the top. wasn't tied down, wasn't... The only different thing was that I couldn't get to the top. It was just out of reach. Right. Felt like, you know, an hour. And you said that during this time you saw other things, but they were sort of, like, disconnected. Yeah. Bits of, you know, I see things in bubbles, like with, yeah. with the scrying and that flashes. All right. Nothing I can well, make this... sense of. Nothing seemingly relevant. Well, in using the eye before, you've had side effects. What if your visions, these random things that you saw, were were random side effects of whatever it was doing in order to keep you where you were? I don't know. I'm just trying to think about any of this that makes sense, and if there's... if it's the same type of magic that um, allows the eye to um, see other places and times, then possibly whatever magic it was using to poses you gave you an insight that it maybe didn't intend for you to have maybe was there was there anything in these uh, these visions that you saw that um, pertained to the Kraken at all or um, or what your see. I mean there was, your... there's a ship in one of them it's made of right. black glass, sailing on fire. They're all like weird fucking black dreams, glass. you know. I don't even know if oh, they were real. That that that's one of mine. What? What? That that's my dream. I, I've had that dream. You, you've had that dream. Yeah. I don't usually see like people's dreams in there. The dream falls a different um, thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no more details. Oh. It was just that. I mean, what else was there? There was, um, there was a halfling, sort of unclear. His eyes were 
burning who was stabbing somebody in the back. Uh, there was another one with a, with a, with a table that looked like it was growing out of the floor. There were all these people that were colourful. They had feathers and sort of bird eyes. Hmm. Any of these dreams would for Coulson, either of you? Would Coulson have uh, a heard of um, anything like these bird people, or um, with regards to the other two, anything in either history or legend or religion or anything like that? I would say maybe a nature check for the uh, bird people. Okay. How many of these dreams mm. I've forgotten? <laughs> that is... Only the ship is the one that's coming to mind for you. That's a 13. <laughs> 13. Uh, you have... You've heard the term birdie as slang for the native inhabitants of Western Sunder, sorry, of Eastern Sunder, uh, before, but mm. you've never encountered any of them in person. Oh, well, I heard there were some uh, bird-like people um, yeah. in Eastern Sunder, but... You're not really sure how bird-like they are. You get the feeling that birdie is a slang slur in the way that teeth tends to be. Mm. Right, yeah. Yeah. Alright. Uh, I mean, none of them made any sense. And the, uh, the fire-eyed halfling and the, um, the black glass ship. Um, I guess religion check. Okay. That's sort of mythology. Okay, um, that is a, a 19. Something about Lake of Fire is ringing a bell um, from, like, like Regent School stuff, but that's it. Fiery Eye... Yeah, it's like nothing with the Halfling. That's just not making any sense to you, but the... Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like, it's Regent... It's like, it's like tickling like something you might have learned in Regent School, like, 50 years ago, you know? Yeah, because the, um... Because the Regency doesn't necessarily have its... uh, Hell equivalent is just the void, isn't it? Uh, the void is the uh, sort of afterlife equivalent, but there, there, there is a concept of hell that you have heard of. But hell is a place where the fragments of the will, the false saints, fled the region to go to, and it. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, but there are there, are, there but there are some of the more fanciful interpretations of the regency imagine the void as being like hell. So, a place of eternal torment and flames. Hmm. We sort of thought of it as like the Regent's exile location of choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have that dream often, Scamp? Not often, just occasionally. Right. I mean, there are a couple more things. There was a, a figure all sort of busted up. It's looked really angry, uh, didn't have any eyes an amulet on, it was on a throne. These were all, like, really short, so the details are iffy. Uh, girl with pale skin and a sort of big old load of birthmarks on one side of her face. She was all covered in soot or oil or something. Bright red hair. Mean anything to any of you? Does it, it indeed. Not a, not a thing. No... Uh, our last two got really short. There was just 
gloved hand coming out of a carriage. Can't place it. And the carriage uh, looked like a reasonably like the you only saw like a bit of a window, but it looked like a reasonably well-off horse-drawn carriage. Fancy one, horses. Not familiar or anything. Hmm. And a, the last one, I, I just saw a crate with a star on it. Nothing else. A star. Yeah, five-pointed star. Hmm. It wasn't like. No. No. What? You'd have known. You'd have known if it had been uh, the uh, the sort of marks that they use in the Underdark, wouldn't it? It didn't have a, an elven letter R in it, darling, if you're thinking of that. No. No, right. it, I'd, um, I'd know if it was the family. Yeah, of course. The, the, the only resemblance is that it is like a five-pointed yeah. star. I mean, it was a star, but, you know, lots of people use stars, don't they? Yeah. It's not yeah. one family, that. No. And it's not even necessarily just Underdark. It could be anywhere. We'd have or a monopoly on fucking stars, you know? Right. Yeah, there wasn't really anything surrounding it. Just, just, I just remember a crate. There could have been other things going on. I just didn't see much of it. I just, I can't get my head around the fact that it was a, it was seven days. Yeah. All right. I think the uh, the only constructive thing we can uh, do now is surreptitiously. Talk with uh, some of the members of the uh, the crew. Anyone who spoke to you within the, within the last seven days, find out what you spoke about. That can at least give us an idea of what it is your imposter was trying to find out. Yeah. If it was cannons, then what else were they trying to find out? Yeah, any specific things people remember. Yeah. You um. Talk to Leah as well. Yeah. yeah. Maybe right. tomorrow, though. I am not going to uh, tell anyone outside of this room currently anything of what has happened for the moment. I think it'll scare them. Yes, yeah. I agree. It will definitely scare them. It scares me. But... I'm um, sorry I snapped at both of you. No, oh, come here. You... It makes if sense. I had been... Had my freedom and everything violated in the same way that uh, you just have. I don't know what I would do. I just you'd be shooting people. I just freaked I know out. What you'd be doing. I, I don't of course. Think, I don't think I meant any of it. Of course you freaked out. It's... I'm still pissed off, but I don't think it's real. I'm really angry with you, but I, I don't think it's... I, I think I'm just freaking out. I don't think I actually blame you. I'm pretty angry with me, if that helps. I know, but... <laughs> I had this. You, you shouldn't be. A long, long time ago. It was one of the first things I remember feeling as soon as I... As soon as I buried Wendell. It was like there was just nothing I could do. But... Don't let it take you over. But hold on to that, because it's what's going to get this thing resolved. Well, I don't know if we can resolve this. I think we need I to learn our fucking place, Corden. 
Some things are bigger than no, us. No, no. For now. That's not... But look at how far we've come. We haven't even known each other a... a year, barely. Um... And already, irrevocably, our lives are... 180 degrees different yeah, from Yeah, and we're uh, fucking with were. stuff we shouldn't be fucking with because we got too fucking big for our boots. No. And this happened. That. Maybe you should. And let people die? No. Not on my watch. Maybe more people will die if we keep fucking with it. Look at the last seven days. We don't know what damage has been done. No, we don't. It might be doing something else. How could it get to a town through us? Usually it wants to go to a town so it can eat, yeah? What's this? What does this mean? Is it doing something else? That's a point. Have we allowed it to do something else? It's on us. No, no, no. That, that's, that, that, that's the point. Um, I'm sorry, I have to ask this. In the final vision, where it saw you, did you recognise where you were? On a metal ship. Your imposter said you didn't, but I'm asking you now. In the sea. Were you off the coast of somewhere? Was the land in sight? You can try and roll an intelligence check to recall anything it's, about the It's area. not terrible. Um, that is... No, I mean, going 17? with that thought. All right. okay. Shall I, like, close their eyes and really thinks for a second? You kind of, you had about five... You had exactly five seconds of vision, uh, which you kind of or felt like it was slowed down because you got moments really enhanced uh, by it. You... There was a lot of heavy rain. There were ships shrouded in mist. And you didn't get... You got barely more than like a glimpse of the shoreline it felt like you were by some sort of natural like like a you were by a city it felt like you were in some sort of natural cove which had been built up around uh, around it you vaguely remember red brick structures um Red brick structures, some sort of something in the distance of the seventeen, like maybe, like a, a, a some sort of colonial fort, like the one you saw at uh, Medina Royal Chocolat, but but different. Not that, not that one. Uh, slightly different structure, but definitely some sort of Joven colonial fort. Uh, whitewashed brick. That's the most. I, like, it's I'm going to say I place, pass on yeah, all of this. It's not a place you recognise. It didn't look like Porto Mesidio. Yeah. The, the the architecture wasn't the same. It didn't look like Medina del Chocolate. It didn't have that colourful design to yeah. it. In a very sort of garbled, shaky way, Celestia delivers all of this to you. So I, I don't really know. All right, all right. That's that's something, though. That at least it narrows it down to. Uh, Probably somewhere in Sunder, so maybe I'd know it if I we... saw it again. Well, maybe. um, 
keep an eye out for that, but we will uh, too, but we'll um, bear that in mind. Thank you. That's that's more information than your um, imposter was uh, either willing or able to give up. Mm. If if you want to stop looking for the kraken or fighting the kraken, that that's fine. But we're not going to. But I we haven't been through what you have, so I won't hold it against you if you don't want to help. I don't know right now. Okay. But I will die fighting this thing if that's what it takes. As will I. Because... I, I can't think about I, it right now. I know. Just a bit soon. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't help but feel like this is my fault. It's not. It's not. You you said you made a very good point. I've not been predictable lately. That's why you didn't notice. Because it could have done basically anything, and you would have just thought it was me not coping with everything because I've been awful lately. You've had awful things happen to you. And when have any you... of us been predictable? If I'd coped a bit better, I could have been. You're not predictable when you're coping well. <laughs> None of us are. Do you remember that time lots of tieflings were possibly going to die unless we made a hag deal and Corson just shot the hag instead? Yeah, I nearly Didn't murdered her. coming. It worked. I know, I've never had a stronger impulse to murder Corson, but I didn't, so that's good. <laughs> None of us are predictable... None of us are infallible. We make mistakes. We do dumb yeah. things. And we... So far... Are still alive to tell the tale. Neither of you got addicted to any stupid shit, though, did you? I might have a chocolate problem. <laughs> uh, also, can we talk about the fact there's probably going to be consequences for me tearing holes in reality? Not right now, we can't, no, because I can't deal with no. it, sorry. <laughs> Exactly! It's a... We don't know what our actions are doing. But it... It wouldn't be me if I stopped doing them. No. And I don't think you'd be you if you walked away from the chance to help people. Even if there's risks of hurting them. Yeah. You're... You know, I've been hurting people anyone... for my entire life, whether it's by accident or not, and I just... You've also helped people. And I know that it's it's not a numbers game. But if it was, that'd be very easy. Not... <sighs> Life is not is anyone... nearly so simple. Is anyone else actively trying to stop the Kraken? Not that I know of. So Most people don't... tend to see it as like, you know, a force of nature. But it isn't. So if we don't try... Yes, it fucking it, is. I mean, it is a force of nature, but... It can control nature. That's a different thing. This is you beyond can. any magic I've ever heard of. The point is, if we don't keep trying, it keeps on killing. Yes. Indefinitely. That's worth the risk. It keeps killing... Easy for you to say... 
Yeah. All right. I didn't want to uh, say this, but imagine for a second, we've been looking at the future. We've been changing how the future goes. What if, and just hypothetically, one of the places that the Kraken hits between now and, assuming it isn't dead by then, 1972, is a place that has someone who has the ability to prevent the world ending. Is that Fuck not you. worth trying to... Just shut up. <sighs> Why is it all on us? Why is it always on us? Because we're we are the only people, people in this position. We are the only people in the position no, to do this. Four ships, two sorcerers, a wizard. Like, we started out as three people, but we're not anymore. No. We're hundreds. And you know what? I think that's possibly is starting to um, get to the point where if what seems to be happening is the uh, the Kraken is starting to get worried. Let's see it when it's angry if this is worried. We don't have all the answers right now. Look, I, I know, I know, um, I know I'm a bitch right now, but I could really do with one of you staying with me tonight because all I want is a pipe, and I'm going to go and get one I'm if not, I'm on my own. I'm not, I am going not anywhere. leaving you. I am also, until further notice, relieving you of your duties as Shantyman. Probably a good. This idea. is bigger than that. I'll stay with you, like, every minute if you want. It's not like yeah. I'm sleeping in my own room anyway, so. I don't know what I want. Just... I hate having Calls this little control good. over myself, but if you could just keep an eye and check that I don't smoke anything soon, that would be great. Yeah, will do. Yeah. Causing will pour out a shot, a a small shot of whiskey, and hand it to Celestia. Thanks. Doctor's orders. <laughs> she shoots it. Do you want a hug? No. All right. Okay. Sorry, it's a bit soon. I know. No, I, that's why I asked rather than just hugging you. It's Thanks. A question. No is a valid answer. Forget that sometimes. I had a really fucking weird upbringing. I don't think any of us had a particularly normal one. Oh no, I wasn't trying to single myself out with that one. I know we all understand. No, um, no I... Uh, just saying you got... Not to... Not making... Choice is important. Yours, but... It's nice that you understand. Yeah. Uh, and now we know the signs of this happens again. Yes. I think, um... I think maybe we should wind up for today. I don't think I can do anything else you helpful. No, you don't. I'm going to go and. Um, I'm going to need to. Captains. Yeah, I'm going to need to speak with the other captains. We'll go and We're sit somewhere. Having a debrief. Good. Do you want to play dominoes? 
I have haven't played dominoes. Jeffrey's hidden some or eaten them. Um, but there's enough to play with. You know what? Doing something not serious but something to do with my hands might actually be kind of good. I'll probably yeah. be rubbish, so don't make fun of me. <laughs> but... no. Stay here, I'll be back soon. And, Let's um... play dominoes. Yeah. Causing, as you head out to attend this captain's mood, Scamp, you kneel down next to Celestia, reach into your bag and produce an almost complete set of dominoes. You also find um, a small present in there. It's not Mikey shit. That's Celestia's bag. Um, Has Celestia's double impressed digitationing the monkey shit yes, out of the bag? Yes, yes, okay. yes they have. Uh, they've not <laughs> just been letting scary. it pile up. Out, they've not been different. piling up out of spite. Mm. Um, but <laughs> but um, you don't know if Jeffrey's noticed anything, but you do find that someone has left a small wrapped package huh. of tightly pressed tea. Oh. They Do appear you want to have, some tea? They appear to have uh, slight of handed it into your pack last time you were down playing dominoes. <sighs> tea might be good. Do you want to join my book club? What? I started a book club with a dragon. Would you like to join it? Because <laughs> eventually the dragon's going to leave and I'm going to have no one to book club. I'm sure with. that might actually just be like one step too far for me today. My brain just sort okay, of dominoes, stopped. Okay, dominoes, dominoes. Just, just silence have in some my tea. head. Okay, tea. Have some tea. Please make me some tea. Pair a, <laughs> pair a, a small a pair of cups of tea and sit down and begin a game of dominoes. And together, you hold back as much of the wave of despair as you can as the night presses on. I think I'll probably fall asleep in the corner of Corzin's room. Yeah. As does Scamp, I would imagine, if I do. Yeah. And that I don't will think just I sleep that night. Cheerfully tip to Boston when you. it's Corzin's bedtime. I think eventually <laughs> Celestia would burn with, out and fall asleep. Yeah. With Scamp sitting vigil, we're, with that, we're going to leave it there for tonight. So, farewell, I should say, actually, rather. Thank you all for playing. Thank you all for listening. And from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs, fair seas and natural twenties. Our heist went off without a hitch, except our friend's seven-day switch. And if we need more cause to frown, there were no sweets in Chocolate Town. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.